1: The weekend is here. Ready to start your projects around the house? I'm in the process of refinishing a concrete patio. Better put your game face on. Get ready to work. All I did was turn on the water. But if you need a little help, now's the time to call in.
2: Adrian, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning.
1: I love your show. I look forward to it every Saturday. He's live taking your calls all morning. Got a
2: lot of love today. I'm, this is really good <laughs> for my ego. Right
1: here on Housemarts Radio.
2: Housemarts Radio. Lou Ferdini, our phone number is 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This song will always remind me now of uh, our son and daughter-in-law's wedding. This was the last song that the band played. And, you know, the whole crowd of all these, you know, beautiful young people, because they're all young and they're all beautiful. You were there. You were out there, probably. I was in the center. It. You were in,
1: well next to the bright. Next baby. to the
2: bright. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know you wanted to be about you, but they were looking at the girl in white.
1: <laughs> I was doing my uh, costume change. Right, right.
2: And uh, I always thought that was so just so fun. It was such a fun. and Everybody was so happy. So it's, fun. It really it makes me singing happy. singing along. Yeah, right you always. just brought a little nostalgia by that. Good morning. How are you? Good
1: morning. I'm great. Are you ready for the big game tomorrow?
2: Uh... Oh, big game tomorrow? Oh, well, that's why you played oh, that open. See, I was thinking Family Fest. Oh. But I'm ready for that, too. But good morning, okay. Dave Schwan and Andy <laughs> Mazer. Good morning. How you doing, good gentlemen? Morning, good morning. Doing well. I'm very excited about the word of the day, by the way. You know, I'm not to be... Uh, I, 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 mm, how am I going to say this the right way? I don't in any way want to sound full of myself, but I would use <laughs> this word to describe me. Oh. <laughs> I would agree with that. Right? I mean, and I don't think yeah. that that would be a word that it would be like you're full of yourself. But, you know, I mean, if you're thinking about kind of like, can you describe, like, what's Lou Manfredini like? Hmm. And I, I would lot, use...
1: I have a lot of words.
2: <laughs> that we can't use as the word of the uh. day, right? <laughs> those Are those the words that uh, George Carlin said we can't say on TV? <laughs> are those the seven words? Right? No, not those words. Uh, anyway, uh, so the word of the day coming up after seven o'clock this morning, and it is the big game. Yeah. I mean, so I was thinking, I mean, had Don Kleppen been here, he's a big Packer fan. Yes. So he we is. would have been, we would have been too, uh, Well, I don't know about Dave Schwann. Dave?
3: Oh, Bears, Bears
2: hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So it's three against one. And, and, and we win. Yes, it is. And we, well, we win <laughs> about, on that. Yes. I don't know about tomorrow, but, uh. <laughs> I, you know, I I I I think like the rest of the world. I'm disappointed that Aaron Rodgers is gone. You're disappointed. Yeah, because I would really have liked because he. Now we've never beat the Packers as Oh, as with, he, him as, okay. with him as with yeah, him as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah I see. Right? Okay, sure. Oh my God, I saw the cutest thing on WGN Morning News when I was there. Some photographer and I, I have to find it, Andy. You got to find it. I think okay. it, they took baby pictures of little babies but then dress them up like all the quarterbacks on the different NFL teams. Mm. You know, like Justin Fields and uh, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? So they put these little, they put them in the uniforms with little mini, uh, I mean, babies, they're probably like two years old, but, you know, little, it is the cutest thing you ever want to see. And it's got to be online somewhere. And every single one of them, they did all the teams and some photographer did it and they showed it on uh, WGM Morning News. And I was like, I could just look at that all day. You know, they look really good. It was really something. So um, anyway, we got a lot coming up on today's show. It I did mention Family Fest, which is tomorrow at Misericordia. We're going to talk to somebody from Misericordia a little bit later on this morning to give you the 411 about what's happening. I hope you'll come out and join us. I'll be there uh, throughout the day and uh, working the taco tent and making a couple of appearances on the stage and stuff like that. It'll be a fun event uh, for sure, and it's going to be a beautiful day. I've got lots to talk to you about. Uh, Well, we talked a little bit about the uh, Bears-Packers. I'll tell you a little bit later on about... We dropped Max off in New York uh, to start his program. And I gave him some advice about New Yorkers that I'll share with you a little bit later on this morning. Because, you know, I spent about over 20 years going there a lot. And I got to know some really nice uh, people there. But, you know, people have an opinion about people in New York. And uh, so I'll share that with you a little bit later on. I think you'll find it interesting. Then also... Um, I want to talk a little bit later on too, about our generations that we're in. I hope you're okay with that. Like, I don't want to talk about now, but you know, I'm a baby boomer. I'm going to assume
3: Dave Schwann is a baby boomer. Yes. Have you seen the articles that pop up online from time to time about how boomers do this and it's annoying? And
2: oh, wow. Well, I have some, and and, and Andy, I think is not a boomer. I'm Gen X. Yep. Yep. I'm going to save what Lindsay is, because I have... Well, no, because you're a millennial. Right. But I learned a new term about millennials.
1: Oh, no, this is... Okay.
2: Right. But we're going to save it, because it's good. (laughs) I know. Well, (laughs) Well, you know those words you have for me? You may have more. (laughs) You may have more. (laughs) But let's start this thing off. Don't call us. The first call, we'll call you. You go to uh, my Facebook page or my Facebook page, right? You can send us a note. No? How do we find these people? No, we don't well, do that anymore. We'll a text We're going to wait. Texas, and we'll, te- we'll call you. Let's do that. All right, let's go to uh, Park Ridge. Don't call us. We'll call you. First caller this morning is John in Park Ridge. Hey, John. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have an issue concerning flooring. I have a, um, uh, a screened-in enclosed porch on the front of my house. Okay. And about five years five years ago, I had uh, a company come out and uh, put down an oak floor. And uh, in the screen very well. in the
2: screened-in porch.
4: Yeah, in the screened-in porch. Uh, so it's somewhat protected from the weather. Um, unbeknownst to me at the time, they used a water-based sealer, uh, even though I had asked them to use like a polyurethane sealer. So portions of the floor now are in bad shape. Um, most of the floor is in really good shape. So my question to you is, I'm considering having the floor taken out, and and having some material put in that would not be like ash or oak and so i'm looking for um some recommendations on what kind of flooring you might think i i should use
2: this is a screen porch that um that water gets on i mean like do what what do you do when, when it rains does water come through the screens
4: um, if it rains really hard, the water can come through the screens
2: and get onto um, the oak floor the
4: por- right and the, the porch floor is slanted so the water drains off right but it's still it still gets onto the oak floor
2: and so. you and you didn't you don't get any like cupping or separation like towards the ends of the floor where water may sit
4: um not at the ends there are a couple of places um. Where the uh, tongue and groove is, yeah, it, yeah, is yeah. coming apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is now. This is my fourth floor. We've been in the house over fifty years. Wow. And so, uh, so we've had to replace a couple of times, um, but this was the shortest uh, time that the floor had ever lasted. I mean, I'm um, amazed. Am- addition-
2: I'm amazed that um, that you have a real wood finished floor on basically what's an exterior application, right? I mean, yeah, you're not getting the sun, but yeah. that's a tough one. I mean, Definitely. I mean, based yeah. on the information you're giving me right now, and if you like the look of that wood, I would take up that wood, make sure that the su- – is there a subfloor or does it sit on concrete?
4: Uh, no, it's just over uh, the beams. There's a storage area under the porch. Oh, okay. All right,
2: so, so there's like a little just, crawl area. It's just
4: wood over the – Yeah, yeah, wood over the beams.
2: Do a really nice uh, luxury vinyl tongue and groove. You'll get the same look of wood. I mean, beautifully, uh, you know, grained looking wood, especially if you, you know, pay up a little bit more. So you're going to spend somewhere around, you know, anywhere from three fifty dollars to $5 a square foot on the material. It's 100% waterproof. It's tongue and groove. It'll go down. It won't care that water's getting on it. Um, and with the slanting that you mentioned, it, do, do you also, where it's slanted, does the water collect and pool at one end or no?
4: No. Um, well, it, it, the slant is towards the outside of the house. I see. And it just goes and drains down the edge and, and out it goes. Yeah. So
2: I would absolutely say that this is a perfect application for uh a luxury vinyl floor that's a hundred percent waterproof, put it right over the subfloor. put a, I'd put a vapor barrier. Uh, well, I wouldn't, uh, now they, they have built in vapor barriers in the planking so you don't need it. Um, put it down some shoe around where the trim is and you're good to go.
4: Um, can you recommend, uh, a contractor that might do that type
0: of work
2: in park Ridge? Um, what I would do is um, I don't have a specific luxury vinyl flooring contractor for you, but I would go to um, like a floor and decor that has a pretty good selection of the vinyl tile, the luxury vinyl tile. And I know that they have a contractor referral program there that's pretty good that they're involved in. And the thing going yeah. to us, go ahead.
4: The company's called Floor & Decor.
2: Floor & Decor. You're in Park Ridge. I think there's one by you. I know there's one in Evanston, um, but there's I think there's one out by you also. So look that up, and you'll see a really good selection of the vinyl, luxury vinyl there.
4: Oh, okay. Um, now, one more question about the luxury vinyl. Um, my son has uh, been with us for a while, living here with his cat. And we discovered some urine spots in the wood, Mm. uh, which I know from experience we can't get out. Um, Will this uh, luxury vinyl uh, be more resistant to um, uh, animal Mm -mm. urine?
2: It will. And I was just going to say something really mean about a cat, and I'm not going to do it. Look at that. I'm learning. See, I'm learning. I am learning about the things that I can and can't say. And to me, it would—it was an example of my wife saying, what you think is funny is not funny to other people. And uh, It
4: wouldn't be anything that I hadn't already thought about.
2: Right, burlap sack. Anyway, um, and so uh, what I would do, yeah, it's 100%. So when the cat, if the cat does urinate on the tile, good morning, everybody, it'll just pool and it'll sit there and then you'll wipe it up.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Then you,
2: then, then when you say the cat's urinating all over the place and your son goes, no, she's not. And you're like, look at that. Get on it. So, all right.
4: Yeah. It, uh, it's a, it's a problem, but, uh, we're dealing with it. All right.
2: Hang in there. Luxury vinyl tile Uh, is your friend for sure. I appreciate you calling. You know the thing with cats? Let me tell you the thing with cats. I stopped by, uh, I was I stopped by a supplier for some stuff, and they had two cats in the place. Right? They love me. I mean, I'm an animal lover. I, I'm allergic to cats, so if I even touch the cat, if I just go, so you know, and they they jump up on the counter and they're, I mean, I'm as long as I don't touch them, I'm fine. I looked right at this cat in the eye, and it's just looking at me, going, "Aren't you going to pet me?" I'm like, "No, I'm not." Cause then I'll be miserable. Arching her back. Like, oh my god, it was. And then the other one popped up, and they're like they're yep. looking at me, like "Come on," <laughs> they're like teasing me. Come on, I'm like, don't urinate on anything. Uh, anyway, love cats, just I don't want help. one. Mm-hmm. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We will take a quick break and be back right after this.
1: Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to House Smarts Radio. Let's
5: get to know the house, huh?
1: Well, you might think you know what you're doing.
5: To relight the pilot, turn the valve to pilot.
1: Sometimes you just don't.
5: You press it down to begin the flow of gas, wait a few seconds.
1: Lou can help you regain that
5: confidence. <laughs> and you just press the igniter. There you go. And
1: reboost your ego so you can succeed in home projects to come. That's odd. So just That's call okay. Lou before you hurt yourself. I'm not working. Right here on House Mart's Radio. 857
2: 557 4 Lou. 857 557 4568 is our phone number. House Mart's Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, here until 10 o'clock. How can we help you this morning? Uh, nice, cool morning. I think it's really nice and. Uh, I know we've got some warm weather coming our way as well, but um, it's not a bad idea to start thinking about some fall lawn care. I, I worked a little bit on uh, the WGN Morning News uh, Friday talking about that. And, um, you know, the um, <clears throat> if you listen to uh, John Williams uh, during the week, he has a, a gentleman I believe he meets with on Wednesday, a landscaper, very uh, knowledgeable uh, gentleman that's on with John on Wednesdays. Uh, after one o'clock, and he is um, kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, you know Jim Fazell, who is uh, a master gardener who you still hear on the air here with a lot of reports that Steve Alexander does. Another almost like gardening savant. A lot of landscapers used to go to Jimmy. Was a consultant and helped a lot of people. Anyway, um, when it comes to growing grass it really is all about the soil condition and the soil temperature Uh, this is what John's guest always talks about so you hear a lot about fall seeding and how uh, it's really a very good time because as the soil temperature starts to come down a little bit the, uh, the seeds that you put down can germinate well and I know a lot of people are adverse to using um, herbicides, you know, to kill the weeds and chemicals. So one way to do that is to overseed and then have the seed take over where the weeds are. Now, it takes longer, okay, but it does work because the seed will eventually kind of crowd out the weeds and then you can pull the remaining weeds by hand uh, a little bit. And so now a little bit of scratching, um, a little bit of seed on there. The peat moss, you know, idea, remember that peat moss kind of adds a little acidity to the soil. So I would just use black dirt over the top of that if there's larger areas. But if it's smaller areas, it's a great way to kind of thicken up your lawn before it goes to bed. And, you know, we've got a couple months before that's going to happen. But, um, you know, we get obviously warmer weather through the month of September, even through uh, much of October, and it's a great time to go grab a few bags of seed and put that down. It'll make a, a world of difference um, in how your lawn looks. And really, by the end of the month, you'll see, like, oh, my God, my lawn looks fantastic. And now it's going to be winter. So some neat ideas to easy ideas, uh, really, that don't, doesn't cost a lot of money. And um, you'll you'll get results pretty quickly. All right. Our phone number is 857-557-4568. Let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Dave Schwann
6: y'all got our problems. If you need help with your house, then call Lou on house Mart's Radio. Now can you get me some juice? <laughs> get that
2: girl some juice. Welcome back. 857
6: 557 4 Lou.
2: 857
7: 557
2: 4568. What a shame that this woman left us What a voice Right?
7: Gosh Too bad
2: Uh, I
1: remember like for some reason vividly I remember listening to her in preschool The greatest love of all
8: Oh yeah!
7: Like
1: I thought, she was the most amazing. Like, oh, who the was up there? I, I mean, I mean, right, she but, like, was. but for a four-year-old, like, it's. Yeah. I just Remember being yeah, so mesmerized by her. I
2: think I told a story when I was a when I was a bouncer working at the Snuggery. I love these stories. In my parachute pants mm-hmm. and my uh, <laughs> and my, what was it? Like the outfit was parachute pants, um, parachute pants, Chuck Taylor high tops, oh, yeah. a tuxedo shirt. Open with the, a tuxedo shirt open with the bow tie around your neck. Can you picture that?
1: Yeah, it's like Chippendale.
2: Yeah. And (laughs) I was not a, I mean, I was young and thin, but, um, and I was driving home after working, you know, whatever it was in the middle of the night. And I believe I had like WGCI on or something like that. That probably makes sense. And they've like, oh, there's this brand new singer. Uh, and they played whatever her very first song was. It was it was like a ballad. It wasn't like a... And it was Whitney Houston.
1: The Greatest Love of All. No,
2: no, no. That wasn't <laughs> it. No. no, 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 no. It was a song before that. And this guy was like, she's got the most amazing voice. And I'm driving home in the middle of the night and listening to this song. And it was fabulous. And uh, never in my life did I hear... I, mean, I didn't know who Whitney, no one knew who Whitney Houston was. That's back when radios used to play, you know, that's how you, there was no internet. <laughs> there was none of that, right? And uh, she was something. Was it You terrific. Give Good Love? That's it. You Give Good Love. Andy, old DJ. Thank you. Right. What I mean, Andy? 1985. 1985. Yep. Yeah. You give good love. And it was like, she, I mean, her voice is amazing. That song's really good. Wow, she was so talented. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Well, we're waiting for some calls. I, I want to uh, maybe Dave's sitting there. I know Andy's now on the mic, and so I want to talk about what learned about our generations. You know the the advertisers now, people that are. I think I was in a conversation with somebody about advertising to different generations, and they were saying, "Well, you know, it's really difficult because when you say baby boomers." You know, it's it's a it's a wide swath of people. I believe it's from like 1945 to 1964, of which I'm one. That makes two of us. Dave Schwann, also baby boomer. Andy's Gen X. Gen X, yes. Right. My wife is Gen X. You know, I marry the younger people. And <laughs> I said, well, what about? I go, what? So then, you know, there's Gen X, and then there's the millennials, and now there's there's Gen Z, and then there's a new one. Like the, like your children, your girls are not Gen Z. They're, there's a term. And then they said, but even millennials are really hard because there's a whole, there's like different levels of millennials. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, the millennials that were born like in 1980, right at the beginning, those first few years, those are geriatric millennials. <laughs> and I, I literally pause, and I said, Geriatric oh, this is not going to go well when I yeah, talked to her.
1: I have a list of other words for you. So well. I, I had good words <laughs> and I had bad words. Ready to answer this.
2: <laughs> and earlier in the week, I, I sent her a text message. I go, oh, my gosh, I just learned something about how you're labeled. Oh, and this is, I, this is the thing. This is a thing. And you know this about me. We've worked together a long time. I hate labels. I hate when people label people. Like yes, that I'm so is so
1: glad that we're not talking about this then.
2: No, no, no. Well, but but, and I and I said that. Go, I don't like that. And but it was funny that um, you are considered in the world of advertising. And
1: now you just told all of Chicagoland that I don't have that label, but some people
2: do use it. Some people use it, and you shouldn't. But I just thought it was funny. That was funny. I'm talking that about labels where like I'm people, to, you know what I'm talking about I when it. they say things about oh they have. You know, in particular, someone with a disability, or they think someone has that. I just don't like that. Geriatric so,
3: millennial. A geriatric millennial. So I give you a geriatric Gen X. Well, what does that make us? A geriatric millennial. We're baby boomers. What does that make well, us? Well, I don't.
2: I don't know that they. I I, ju- I think that what it is is that. Um, I think that the baby boomers in Gen. Then, based on this conversation, we all sort of act the same. You know what I mean? Like that generation. In that span, but the millennials, because the technology changed during their life, you know. I mean, look, Dave, you and I, and even Andy, as a Gen Xer, you know, we didn't grow up with the internet, we didn't no, we grow up with cell didn't. phones, no the
0: microwave ovens. And-
2: we had a party line at home when I was a right. kid. Sure. Right. I had the core. I had a big, long, phone long, long extension cord. cord? Right? Sure. Um, anyway. So, but the millennials, you know, if they st- in 1980, so Lindsay, well, not, Lindsay, you were born in 1980. And so uh, she's young. But I mean, even when she was 10 years old at nine you know, in 1990, still no Internet, still no cell phones. I mean, you know, not, right. And then so her life changed a lot during her period of time now you as a person you're very technology savvy savvy right i mean and i and but and, but i think that that's that's yeah. you as a person oh, I agree. um that you're you know that's and, and 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 you know if you're in this business the radio business there's a lot of technology and so it, you become very comfortable mm-hmm. around that kind of stuff but then you know you go to the gen z's oh. right they, I mean, they were born with computers and cell phones. They don't know a world without any of that, right?
1: There are these, did you know that there's these, like, app, I mean, obviously, chat GBT or GPT, whatever it's right, called, right? That, that do the AI. But, I mean, I was talking to my girlfriend about this who has a son who is in high school. Like, there are these crazy apps that where you, like, I would think that the teachers would know. Like, if you put into a subject line, write a essay about... Yeah whatever, Um, they would be able to tell, right? Like the teachers are like, okay, this looks like it was ChatGPT. But there's like all these apps where you like take that transcript then and put it into this app and then put it into this app and then it spins it all around and makes it look like. click,
2: and it's done. Right. right. And that's how they
1: are doing their homework.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a long process. It would be just more simple just to do the homework. That's spoken like a true general (laughs) excerpt. I mean, but it's true. I mean, they would much rather just click, click, click and go through and and do that. And then, you know, at the the end, you just, you know, I don't want to sound like an old man, but then what are you learning? Yeah. Right.
3: That's my question.
2: Right. The, you know, the, um, yeah, I say this all the time, right? I mean, here I've been hosting this show, helping people with their homes for so many years and you know people are like oh my gosh you know so much why well, I, I don't know i, I know a, a fair amount because i did the work and i made the mistakes
3: right and you learn s- from the mistakes
2: correct and so if you're just clicking on the computer what are you learning right like how many times have i done a project where i think oh man if i do this um you know i had i had so i, I own a rental property and um uh, i get this email we had some new tenants move in And I had this email from a tenant going, there's a problem with a stair, an exterior stair where something separated that literally just happened. I was just there last week and I was looking at it all and it just happened. I'm like, oh my gosh. So here's the beauty of the picture, right? I look at the picture and I go, hmm, all right, well, I think if I do this, I could do this to this. So in my mind, I'm thinking how I'm going to fix this. Now, as I go there, Friday morning at seven in the morning, I go, I'm going to come early because I got a lot going on. So if there's some creepy guy on your back stairs, that's me. And um, I'm thinking to myself, in my mind, this is how it's all going to work. But I'm also thinking to myself, what if it doesn't work? What if my plan doesn't work? Well, I get up on the ladder, I take this strap, and I ratchet strap this thing, and I I cut the old nails, and I put it up, and I screw it all back together, and it all worked. I mean, I fixed it literally in 10 minutes. And I thought to myself, ooh, I got to remember this, because... Some, when I'm mad at myself because my plan didn't work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's sort of like when I used to travel and you'd get on a flight and it would take off on time and land on time, I would always say to my wife, I go, remember to this day, because it's not always like this. You know, you're always delayed two hours or whatever, exactly. but today it worked. And so that's how you learn by making the mistakes over and over and over again. So I'm, I'm a, you chat BTers and AI people, we got to figure that out. We got. Look a, at
1: you bringing it all around, see? all full circle.
2: <laughs> yep, I'm not a geriatric millennial.
7: 857
2: Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Carol in Huntley. Hi, Carol. You're on Housemarts Radio.
9: Hi, it's good to talk to
10: you. How may I help you?
9: Um, I'm um, because, yes. I have been hearing about a product called Roof Max. And my roof is 13 years old, and they say that if you have, like, a 17-year-old roof, they spray it, and it makes it uh, the shingles pliable again and waterproof. Um, Have you heard about this product?
2: I have. Um, It's not going to make your roof more pliable, but it's going to put a coating over the top of the shingles that you have. And so it's basically like putting a rubber, it's not rubber, but it's a polymer, over the top of your roof. Mm-hmm. But my question is, Are is the roof leaking? No. Does no. the roof look bad? Not, yeah, no. Okay, so if you're, in other words, if you have a roof that is not, um you know, that the shingles are still lo- uh, lying flat and they're not curling. You don't see any, you know, if you can borrow a pair of binoculars and go across the street and look up at the roof and, uh, you know, kind of look at it a little more closely and it all kind of looks okay. Um, I don't know that you need the roof max. And um, okay. to me, you know, there are, uh there are uh positive, Reasons to use the product if you want to prolong the life. Like I just can't afford a roof. I got. I need another five years. Or it has great commercial. Fun. It has great commercial applications for flat roofs, in my opinion, um, that can be oh, very right. good. But on shingles, because there's so many different variations of the texture and the, the you know the size of the shingles and the the aggregate that's on there. Um, I don't know that I would rush out to do this if you're not having any problems. The fact that you, the average life of a roof in the U.S. is 13 years. So if you, oh, can, get, if you can get 20 out of that thing and just kind of pay attention to it, you're not getting any leaks, then we're going to get a new roof in 20 years because at some point you're going to sell the house or you're not going to want any problems. And, you know, anyone coming to buy the house is going to say, ah, it's a 15-year-old roof and it doesn't look so good. And, you know, I'm going to need a credit on the sale. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So. All right. I'm not, I'm not in I... any way disparaging the product, but I don't necessarily, based on what you're describing, doesn't sound like you're a candidate for RoofMax uh, or using some kind of coating on there. Thanks so much for the phone call. We're broadcasting from the Seal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Uh, let's talk to uh, Bob. And hey, Bob, have you ever had a problem with names? Hey, you can't be good at everything. Oh,
1: name, say my name. Well,
2: I'm
0: only trying to remember my
2: own. Exactly, right.
1: But one thing he is good at is
2: helping you with your
1: house. Say my
0: name, say my name.
2: So how can I help you, Jim? Uh, alright, this is Bob.
7: Missed it by that <laughs> <not> much.
1: <laughs> now back to your host, Moo Lanfordini, right here on House Smarts Radio. Say
11: my name, yeah. name of the day. I will call you with say. Yeah. Yep, that's me, Lou Manfordini, 857 5,
2: 557
11: 5, 4 Lou. This is
2: uh, Pat in Wheaton. Hi, Pat, you're on House March Radio.
9: Yeah, so, uh, okay, I live in unincorporated DuPage County. I'm on Well and Septic. The well is a community well. So maybe about 15, 20 years ago, I got a water softener. So I have to get the blocks of salt, and and but I've uh, the plumber he says, oh, don't you um, get your uh, water, so- the the it, water softener it needs a checkup, and I'm like, I never knew that, but okay. um, it seems like the blocks of salt are not helping, and the I boil some water and I noticed that there's like an orange sheen. I've tried lime away on the, on the, uh, pot. So am I supposed to get this, water softener, like a checkup, like a, like, uh, when we do our furnace or is there? Well,
2: I mean, it's uh, so here's the thing. What, what kind of water softener do you have?
9: I have no idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I would, what I would pro- it's not a bad, so most water softeners have a timer and, um, and so they regenerate based on, you know, the, when the installer comes in, they say, uh, Hey Pat, how many people live here? And you say, how many people live there, Pat? Just me. Just you. Okay. And Pat, do you shower in the morning? How many times, you know, like tell me about, you know, they kind of, they kind of want to do your usage. Right. And then they regenerate the softener based on kind of how you live your life. Now, the reality of it is we don't all live our lives the same day. It's not, like, it's not like the Truman Show where, you know, you get up every day at the same time and you get in the car and you go to work and blah, 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 blah. You know, you go see your sister and you, you know, go out of right. town and you go to Boca and then you, you know, whatever. And so um, if it's not regenerating enough or it's generating too much, you can get not so great results. So okay. I would go look at the manufacturer. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, it's a Culligan, which is probably the most popular brand. But it's not. It's not. Okay. Um, So whatever the manufacturer is, then I would go on to the, you know, internet, find out who the maker is, and see if they offer, um, you know, a service call. We, a long time ago, had a conversation with a guy called Suburban Water Softener or something. Suburban something. Suburban. And he was—he uh, okay. was actually a guy that called up and was uh, was taking uh, exception to something that I said, and so um, he was very knowledgeable and knew what, and he, he got me on the right direction. So I I actually quite appreciated his opinion, and uh, and so that I would look that company up because I think they work out by you. I want to say it's a six three. It was a six three zero number suburban water she's looking Lindsay's looking for it but if you keep listening call them and have them come do a checkup on you
9: okay uh um, and, and
2: that'll probably uh, improve it's called suburban softener company they're actually yeah that they're south side they're in oak forest but i don't think they're like a bar okay. i don't think they're a barber they go where the work is so Um, But what do they do with
9: a a checkup?
2: They'll probably clean out the lines. They may run some bleach through the brine tank. They may make sure there's no clogs in any of the lines. And then they they may adjust the regeneration for you so that you, you know, he's like, oh, if I increase this, you know. But I think it's the kind of thing that somebody that knows what they're doing needs to come in and check on for you. Thanks so much for the phone call. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Up in the morning and out to school Time now for our word of the day I don't
7: understand Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you
1: It doesn't make any sense It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show well,
5: Of course it does, it's smart I used a thesaurus On every word? Yep
1: But we like to teach you a thing or two
5: They are warm, nice people with big hearts And that became their are
4: human, prepossessing homo sapiens <laughs> With full-sized aortic
1: pumps. Now back to Lou <laughs> on House Smarts <laughs> Radio Welcome in the
2: morning and out to school Yep, welcome back is teaching the uh, It's our word of the day. American Trying to broaden your He's perspective born, and pay. words that you use. Like in the deck Tech ad when they say autumn, right? No one says autumn. I love the word autumn. It really makes me happy. And it is
3: autumn. Yeah. Right? We have an autumnal sunrise this morning. Oh, it looks very autumnal. Oh, that's good. Mm.
2: That's not really the word. I not day, the word. would have been though. good. Um, okay, so uh, last week's word was very difficult. It was bedraggled. Right. That wasn't difficult,
3: Andy. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. I knew the word.
1: <laughs> three against one.
3: I'd never heard of bears but against I didn't like Packers it. All, day. <laughs> all
2: day. Three against one. Yeah, Go okay. Bears! Da <laughs> <The> Bears!
1: Bears. But think it bedraggled was fine.
2: So this is a word, as I mentioned earlier this Uh, morning, that, not that it's about me, mm -hmm. but if I was going to use a word to describe myself, this would be the word. It's an adjective, and the word is affable. Oh, wow. Friendly, good-natured, or easy to talk to.
1: I, I love mean, that about you.
2: Right? I mean that's not a stretch. I'm not being full nope. of myself. Of I would say not. I'm affable. I agree. Right?
1: I would agree. Yes.
3: <laughs> I, I would that Andy agree. I would and, no. i and were not my saying chair. a word. I no, like, no, no. I they're they're agree. Like, I was just thinking Can I have there, a question though? Andy, right there they are. Listen, crickets. here. Can we use can we use a uh can we use a variation or a derivative? Uh, when, when we, we can, so we could Absolutely. say things like affability or something like sure. that. Sure. Okay. She's yes. so already writing
2: it's it. Getting, I've already worked in my
3: 8 o'clock sportscast.
2: <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, then I'll be sure to listen for sure. So, <laughs> affable. real quick, though, Lindsay also added today, and this is kind of funny because Steve uh, Alexander does this a lot with his, uh, you know, the business of food. He'll always talk about today is... Mm-hmm. National Cheesecake Day. Right. You know, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, or even he jokes with John, today is National Bacon Day. And John Williams will say, You mean it's never not National Bacon Day? (laughs) Right. That's right. So today, Lindsay put a list together on 9 9. Today is International Sudoku Day. Ah. Right. Were you anybody a Sudoku player? My girlfriend. My girlfriend
3: plays. Yeah, she likes to play Sudoku. You like Sudoku?
1: Lindsay? It keeps the brain
3: going. Are you Go Wordle on. people too? Oh, yeah. She is also, yes. Yeah? You, yeah. Are, you
1: do, you do Wordle. That's when I remember it.
2: Yeah, Mary Beth and, and, and Quinn and Amy, and they all do Wordle and then they Wordle each other. <laughs> and then Mike J does Nerdle, which is like <laughs> some math one. And yeah. he's a Nerdle. I've, I've graduated. I've graduated to
3: the Immaculate Grid. Immaculate Ooh. Grid? What's that? Which is uh, it's sports oriented, of course. Okay, I, well, and it's uh, it's nine squares, and they give you say, uh, the the Cubs are on top, and then the next box down would be the White Sox. So you have to find a player that played for the Cubs and the White Sox, and put that oh. player's name in there. But you're trying to find obscure guys because you have this thing called a rarity score. Oh, and you try to get a low low rarity score. So now they do it for
2: baseball, they do it for basketball, football, soccer, and hockey. Oh, and wow. ma- and women's basketball too. They have they have huh. all these grids.
1: I would be terrible at that.
2: It's 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 Wait. unbelievable. It's all consumed. Speaking of women's basketball, what's the coach at LSU? Oh yeah, yeah. The woman's coach. Uh, she just signed the biggest contract of any female coach ever. The woman that's the head basketball coach for uh, LSU. I believe I saw Kim Mulkey. Thirty-two million dollars. Go Kim. Yep. Ten years. Thirty-two million. Go Kim. Yeah. Come on ladies, bring it to, on. Be able to buy more uh, more new outfits. She is the one Lindsay you would love this woman. She wears the these actually beautiful, what would you say? It's uh, a little flamboyant, but they're they're nice. She's a little flamboyant yeah. <gasps> on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's like running up and down the court in high heels. Right. Stopping. Right? Wow. And she is like she's good. Like she's they won a lot. Mm-hmm. She's very good. Anyway, okay, so National Sudoku Day. It's also wonderful weirdo day. I'm looking at it right now. Isn't every day? Uh, it's wow. Drive Your Studebaker Day. <laughs> Lindsay has no idea what a Studebaker is. It's also, oh, Lindsay, it's International Box Wine Day.
1: I know. <laughs> I loved that.
2: Right? And finally, it's National When Pigs Fly Day. <laughs> Perfect. Who knew? We- well, tomorrow pigs will oh, be flying. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it doesn't even work. The old right. pig skin will be flying tomorrow. <laughs> the old pig skin hopefully will win. Yeah. Who knows? All right. So anyway, Perf. you... you Affable is your word of the All day right. people if you can use it that would so, be great.
1: So today you've called me a wonderful weirdo, a geriatric <laughs> millennial and and that you love affable. box wine. And yourself affable. But I <laughs> think so you're affable. quite
2: affable. <laughs> right, I'm quite affable and you are not. 8575574 Lou. 8575574568 This is uh, Lucia in Prospect Heights. Hi, Lucia.
5: Lucia,
2: buongiorno. Lucia, good morning. How are you?
5: I'm fine. How are you, Lou?
2: I'm good. How may I help you this morning?
5: I'm. I'm having. I have a garage door, a wooden garage door. My husband put it in years and years ago, and he always maintained it. Okay. But now he's he's gone. So I'm having someone come out and. Redo, sand it, and uh, revarnish it. And I was just wa- uh, wondering, what kind of varnish should I tell them to use? It faces the south, which means it's on the sun all day long.
2: Okay, and so, and it's and it's a stained door, correct?
5: Correct.
2: Okay, so they're gonna re-stain it, Lucia, and with a color that you like.
5: Yes. Okay. They varnish it. He always kept the natural varnish.
2: Yeah. So with a door like that, I would use a marine spar. Marine, marine spar. S P A R. Varnish. A-R.
5: Varnish.
2: Okay. And, and I. And
5: how many coats?
2: So this is what I would do. Um. The very first coat, so this is an oil-based varnish, and so ask the painter to thin the first coat with a little mineral spirits.
5: Thin, um, thin first coat.
2: With mineral spirits. I'm writing this that's down. That's okay, and then they're going to apply that to the wood, and that's going to allow... The varnish to dig into the wood a little more because it's a little bit thinner. Okay. Okay. All right. Then they're gonna and- then they're gonna lightly sand it, and they're gonna put two more coats, allowing it to dry between the two. Um, of full strength spar varnish. Okay. Welcome to your
5: daily yoga exercise. Let's begin. Then two more coats. Yeah.
2: Are you doing? Are you going to do your yoga this morning, Lucia?
5: No, but Alexa turned on on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I right. would like to. But go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no. You go ahead. I I would like to do it, but sometimes I don't.
2: I understand. I understand.
5: When you get old, sometimes it gets more difficult.
2: I understand. Well, I appreciate you listening, and I hope that the project goes well with the garage door.
5: And uh, also, it's the same thing with uh, uh, the front door. Should he use the same thing?
2: A hundred percent.
5: Okay, marine spar varnish.
2: In a probably in a, and I would do it in a satin finish.
5: Satin finish.
2: Yeah, semi okay. semi gloss will be semi gloss will be too shiny.
5: your yoga pose for satin finish. Okay, I appreciate that. All
2: right, now if you can pull and, off, if you can pull off a downward dog when we're off the air, that would be good.
5: <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. Thank you, you for have a ter- you have a terrific day and. Thank you for your help.
3: You too. Thank
2: you. I,
5: pre- I appreciate it. Thank
3: you.
2: Bye bye. You have a- bye bye. Appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven five. Just a, you never know quite no when. I don't want to hang she's up on so her, nice. but well, you're she's so, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you get credit for that. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou, we'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Capiche? Okay, great. Say capiche, Pat. Okay, thanks. No, you're supposed to say capiche. Capiche. Not a girl. Thank you. I want to teach him a little Italian here. Is that so wrong?
3: How do you spell that? C A
2: P. No, it's not S-H.
3: I'm going to have to, I don't know. Hmm. Boy, no,
2: thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I had this wonderful little Italian moment, and you just blew it for me. Sorry. Right, the guys at the Italian Sports Hall of Fame were all standing at
6: attention, going, yeah.
2: Hey, look at that. He speaks a little Italian. And that's it.
6: Thanks a lot. Hey,
2: mambo. <laughs> mambo Italiano. Hey, Welcome hey, back. Mambo. Mambo Lou. Go back to the phone lines. This is Linda in Chicago. Hi Linda, you're on House March Radio.
10: Good morning. I'm so glad you're here to take my call. I am so disgusted with my front concrete stairs. They have such ugly rust stains. Could you please tell me how to get rid of those rust stains?
2: You mean from um, like the railings going into it? Is that what it is?
10: No, I mean just on the on the stairs.
2: Okay, um,
10: they're it, old.
2: Okay, so I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, Linda. There's probably you you might be able to make it better, but I don't know that you're going to eliminate it a hundred percent. So there is okay. a uh, there's a cleaner. It's been around forever, called CLR, calcium lime and rust remover. It comes in a gray bottle, and I'm I would, familiar with it. Okay, I would get some gloves, and I would also wear some eye protection because you're going to use a wire brush, and with the grain of the concrete, you're going to pour this on the concrete full strength. F- pour it on a little bit. It's it's very viscous so it's not you know it's kind of like water so it's going to run so be careful when you pour it not viscous it's not not, viscous would be thick it's very thin like water and um and um you're going to scrub with the grain back and forth it'll work up in like a froth when you're doing that and then let it sit there for 10 minutes or so right then come back scrub it again rinse it with a hose and see what happens if it got better like hey that looks pretty good do it again a little bit more and try and after you know a couple of times that's the best it's going to look but if those uh you know rust stains have been there for a long long time uh, they're not gonna they have they're not gonna it's not gonna just be it's not gonna go away forever it'll get better But not, and what you may notice too is as you're scrubbing that spot, you're going to clean up the concrete right around that area. You may end up having to do the whole step to kind of blend it all in.
10: Okay. Thank you so much. But I have another question. Sure. I had uh, spoken with you um, some weeks ago about my front entrance and it was not level the concrete was not level and you were explaining to me how to um fix that and i wasn't we we got cut off i lost the call but i wasn't certain if you had said use acrylic caulk to uh, make it to level it
2: no so the problem is your your stoop is not level
10: no um From snow and salt and all of those kind of things. No, it is level. The step that you enter into my house uh, with the concrete and with where with me sweeping it and shoveling snow off, it's not exactly even. And I wanted to uh, put something there so that bugs or maybe even mice. Oh, you mean you mean like
2: where the door meets the sill on the front of the house? Yes. Okay. So yeah, there you want to clean that up. Okay, with a brush and make sure it's clean and dry, no dust. And then what I would use there is, you know, because caulking, I mean, it'd it'd be a great thing to use silicone there, but it's very difficult to get that to tool smoothly. So if you use an exterior acrylic latex siding and window caulk, window and door caulk comes, you know, in a tube, squeeze that in there, fill the gap. Use a damp, have your finger be a little wet with water and draw it with your finger to get it nice and smooth and clean up any little bit of caulk that rubs onto the sill or whatnot and then leave it there for, you know, don't don't use that door for like 12 hours so you're not stepping on anything and um, letting it cure and that'll help you keep the bugs out and it'll be an easy thing to tool. Appreciate the phone call, Linda. Thank you so much. All right, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Dave Schwann.
1: For more House Smarts, be sure to subscribe to the House Smarts YouTube channel.
0: Immerse yourself and follow with a magical getaway. An easy drive from Chicago, Ohio's Hocking Hills offers hikes through endless forests bursting with breathtaking fall color, soaring cliffs, and stunning waterfalls. Stay in a woodland cabin with a private hot tub, treehouse, or geodome, even a hobbit house. Perfect for families, couples, or large groups, there are endless things to do. Yet it's affordable, relaxing, and close by, and you feel like you really got away. Visit explorehockinghills.com
2: give people a place to gather. Make fire the focal point of your home again with a Majestic fireplace or insert. You'll enjoy warmth and ambiance of a fire with contemporary style and the latest technology. Now, whether you're looking for wood, electric, or gas, indoors or out, Majestic offers a broad range of sizes and styles. Visit their showroom in Bowes Road in Elgin or give them a call for a free estimate. 847-741-5903. That's 847 847- 741 5903. House of Fireplaces, giving you a warm feeling since 1953.
1: Time now for Noodle too. 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New too New to loo
6: Good times, noodle salad.
1: No noodles. It's new to loo But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? I appétit, everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini. New to so loo too <laughs> and House Smarts Radio.
2: <laughs> Welcome back. Our noodle 2 is sponsored by Chevy Drives Chicago.com. When you need a new ride, well, of course, you need a new Chevy. Talking about all the country songs with Chevy in it. It's a good one, right? A lot of them. Um, Our Noodaloo 2 is uh, environmentally friendly, which I really like. I always like featuring uh, products that are, uh, you know, good for the environment and giving us, uh, you know, things that we can kind of feel good about and also being smart about how we're living our daily lives. The small changes that we make can make a huge difference for the future. Take a listen.
1: that in the U.S. alone we generate about 13 billion pounds of paper towels and napkins annually? That's 120 million trees a year making our paper towel use one of the country's leading sources of paper waste. Researchers say that if every household in the U.S. used just one less roll of paper towels each year we could save 22,000 trees. Enter this week's new Toulouse 2 from Once Again Home. Once Again Home is a woman-owned, and even better, a Chicago woman-owned, business that makes towels sustainably made from recycled water bottles. It all started with the mom's desire to create better household cleaning products, and in turn, they created sustainable towels that not only soak up water, but they also wash well and don't cause any funky smells. Each of their microfiber products is made through a certified sustainable manufacturing process, and they offer a variety. Their Anywhere kitchen towel uses three recycled water bottles. Their Go Anywhere beach towel uses 20 recycled water bottles. Actually, their 2023 goal is to use 22,000 water bottles in their products. Other towels they offer include mini towels, biggie towels, reusable sponges, quick hair dry towels, and blankets. Prices start at about 12 bucks and come in all sorts of colors and designs. To check them out and see what it is we're talking about, or for more information, check out Lou's House Smart's YouTube channel and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there.
2: I love that. We found it at the when we were at the International Home and Houseware Show, which is now called the what's it called? inspired
1: inspired home show
2: right new name um here's the thing i think it's awesome but to me it's only until we stop using plastic water bottles or plastic bottles we have to stop we don't i mean are you well
1: then they ca- this company will not
2: yeah but it's not going to stop tomorrow so i mean i think that the local person will have a business for 20 years at least so, But the point is, we need to stop, stop using p- p- water bottles and bring your own water and um, aluminum. I want to do more aluminum. Buy cans. We need, we need to go back to deposits on drinks. You know, like soda when I was a kid. <laughs> it's another thing you geriatric millennials don't remember, where you would take the b- bottles of soda and you'd take them back. It was like 10 cents a bottle, and you'd get 10 cents. We need to do that again.
1: Uh, glass cardriatric.
2: No, yeah, you um, millennial. <laughs> you don't remember those, right? No, So anyway, it's a good one. Go to I like and but I just like the fact that we're using, so good for her, and the stuff looks great. You can go to youtube.com slash housemarts TV and learn more about that as well. 857 Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. This is Donna in Chicago. Hi, Donna, you're in Housemarts Radio.
8: Oh Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my
2: call.
1: First, I want to
2: say... Wait, that she's Lindsay singing to you. Her mic is on and she's still singing. You were singing that? You were just singing Or you singing could that. hear
1: that, I mean? Yes.
2: She was just Stop. singing Donna" to you. I thought that was... Oh. You yeah. can go right ahead. I, we'll be here. You know what? She's a geriatric millennial. Sometimes she forgets to turn her mic off.
0: Ooh, How first, can I help yeah.
2: you,
3: Donna? <laughs> well,
0: first, I want to say Lindsay is affable. And um, the second is I want to say thank you to you because I used Superzilla on a stain that we had on our carpet and it took care of it. So thank you so much for the information.
2: Um, I love what was the stain? What?
0: I don't know. Someone must have tracked something in.
2: And so did you spray uh, it on and then blot it up? I'm just curious about t- tell me like. I want to know all about it. So, what is is the carpeting a deep pile, a tightened weave? What is it?
10: It,
0: it? It's a it's a tighter weave, um, and the
9: I just poured the Superzilla uh, actually on the carpet
0: and blotted it up, and it uh, it disappeared. Amazing! It right? was awesome. Right? It's yeah.
2: I don't know what the guy's putting in that secret sauce, but I think I told you that I had a. I had a person move out of a apartment, and the bathtub was the most disgusting thing I ever saw. And I couldn't get it clean. I sprayed Superzilla on it, and I let it sit there for a little bit, and I scrubbed it off, and it all it looks brand new. It's an amazing product. Yeah,
9: I so don't thank even. You
2: yeah. so much. Oh, that's so nice. That's all. That's really nice. And uh, and it's a Michigan-based product. I love that too. You know, made here in the USA. So that's awesome. Well, good. You're very kind. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling. Lindsay, you want to sing her out before I hang up on Donna? Wait, she's talking to somebody on the phone. She's uh, hanging up. I just want to do a little uh, close before we leave. Are you, um, are you listening to me or to the caller, Lindsay? Can you, can, to the caller. Can you sing Sorry. Donna out before I hang up on her?
1: Oh, Donna.
2: Oh,
1: Donna. There you go,
2: Donna. The rest oh. of your day, you can have that in, your, in the back of your mind.
1: Aw, uh, thank
2: you. God bless all of you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. I don't think I she's had a girl. 7.45 desert. in the morning. Uh, I'm going to turn her mic off now, and uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back right after this.
1: You're listening to Lou Manfredini.
2: I was writing on a TV show, and at the end of this TV show, I checked my bank balance on the ATM, and I had, not to brag... in my bank account. And this is how little I know about being an adult. I saw the bank balance on the ATM screen and I thought to myself,
3: with no irony,
6: I should buy a house.
3: (laughs) Not a big house. One of those
2: small $5,000 houses. millennial ever gonna own a home how is any young person ever gonna own a home it's maybe hate old people I see a few of you in here tonight I hate you because every old person in a city like LA or New York or London is the same they're like my house is worth two million dollars but when I bought it in 1981 I paid 11 raspberries for it
1: now back to your host, right here on house smarts radio
2: can buy homes see (laughs) except to buy a refrigerator and a stove and then it comes with it eight five seven five five seven four lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight i believe i'm going to speak with steve and glencoe hey steve
6: hi how are you thanks for taking my call sure so I, I we, we have a house up in, uh, like, Sheboygan County in Wisconsin. Nice. Did a lot of rehabbing. It, it, yeah, it's very nice. And we wound up um, uh, w- one of the bathroom floors. It's a dark gray penny tile with matching, you know, grout. All of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but shortly after the installation, uh, there was streaking. Some of the grout wasn't this, you know, the dark color. It was almost white. Um, there's a shower stall where it's most pronounced. The rest of the bathroom, you know, some spots that are streaky. Is there anything we could do besides ripping up the floor and redoing it?
2: You had this professionally done? Yes. And the streaking is only in the grout?
6: In the grout, yes.
2: Everywhere or just certain areas? Like, could we just remove a little of that grout? It sounds to me like... Um, and is the streaking all the time, or when you wash it, or wet, dry? It doesn't matter.
6: Uh, I mean, when it's wet, it doesn't look as you can't pronounced. see it, right? Uh, but yeah, but it's not. It's not everywhere. In fact, uh, the main part of the washroom, you know, there's a few you know spots or areas, uh, but it's most not- most no- uh, noticeable in the shower stall.
2: Okay, one other um, one other question. So this work. This was done when, this work?
6: Oh, it's been about nine months. Okay.
2: Do we have any of the grout left?
6: No. Can we get it? No. Actually, some, uh, probably, <laughs> but someone, someone did say that we got a bad batch of grout. No.
2: Well, I was thinking either that or, you know, with grout, um, if they mixed it, I'm assuming you had someone that knew what, they were doing, but when you you mix the grout, okay, if it's a powder, you Mm -hmm. mix it with water or an acrylic uh, additive, whatever they may have used, there's a a critical point in grout called slaking where you have to mix it, and then you just let it sit in the bucket for like 10 or 15 minutes. And that's to allow all the chemicals and all the colorant to get absorbed and be consistent. The slaking is what gives you the consistent color now you know okay. there, there are pre-mixed grouts and stuff which that's already done for you but when it gets mixed on a job site it sounds to me like that step was missed or it didn't wasn't long enough which is why it's inconsistent meaning that um, you know maybe where you're getting the streaking is where they started and as they were doing it the stuff sat in the bucket and it slaked itself you know, uh, and you, you it mixed in there. So if it were me, if it's just a few areas, you can buy a small grout removal tool that's like a toothbrush mm-hmm. with little aggregate on it and kind of scrub back and forth in those areas to get me about an eighth of an inch um, depth and then mm-hmm. buy the same color grout, mix it, slake it, patch it, and it should um, it should blend in.
6: Okay, so uh, the the person that installed it kind of made me believe that because it's penny tile and the, the grout lines are so narrow uh, that that would be like a difficult task just to you know. When do you what, say do what you're suggesting. when you say
2: it's penny tile, it's like a it's like a mosaic type of tile.
6: I guess so. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, the grout lines are very thin. Yeah, I mean, very, yeah, very.
2: A hundred percent, it's going to be difficult. I mean, but but okay. it's not it's not, unsurmountable.
6: I see. You just got okay. to take. You just got to uh, take
2: your time. And I mean, if the grout lines are so small, then maybe that tool that I mentioned is not what it is. But that you would almost need like a. They make it for uh, commercial applications, it's almost like a dental tool when you go to the dentist. And, you know, Mm -hmm. they used a little scraper to take the plaque off, right? So it's like that, and you're just going to kind of go, and you just need enough depth in the grout so that the new stuff can hang on. And so, like a dentist, you're going to go there and scrape it out, put it back in, and, you know, I mean, you're not going to live with this. It's going to drive you crazy every time you take a shower.
6: (laughs) It already is. I can tell. (laughs)
2: I mean, the only thing I can so, tell you, the only thing I can tell you is like, get the grill going, get some Johnsonville brats up there, which are from up in Sheboygan, <laughs> eat them in the shower, and when you spill the mustard on there, it won't be a problem.
6: You know, you and I think alike. That's just what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is there a name for this grout for this grout tool or? or it's just can a, I get it's a, it? Where would it,
2: I get it? I mean, it, it's it it is. Uh, if you go to a. If you go to, like, a tile store, uh, you know, if you've Mm -hmm. uh, got—this is up in Sheboygan, but you're down here now? Where are you now?
6: Yeah, in in the Glencoe area.
2: Okay, go to—I was mentioning floor and decor. They've got all those tools. And go for a grout removal—and there'll be a scraper there. There'll be a thin little scraper for detail work. It looks like a dental
6: tool. Okay. Okay, and uh, one-eighth of an inch depth.
2: Got to get him again, and I need some depth for the new grout to hang on.
6: Okay, great, great. I really appreciate your help. I listen to you every Saturday. You're terrific.
2: That's very kind of you. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your
6: day. Okay, you too. Thanks, Spike.
2: I want to tell you about something's going on the rustic fair. So I have these, we have these really good friends of ours that run this fabulous camp in. well, it's it's kind it's in Burlington, Wisconsin, and uh, it's today actually uh, September 9th, from noon until five p.m. This is the address fifty five thirty one Cranberry Road. Not a great name, Cranberry Road in Burlington, Wisconsin. The Rustic Fair. There'll be live music. There'll be a bounce house, a petting zoo, barbecue from the Drumlin Supper Club. There's a general store. There's arts and crafts, a carnival games, face painting, fun for the whole family. And uh, this is a it was a vision of the late Eric Lentz and his uh, wife, Deanna Lentz, um, and they have brought this thing to basically people that have never experienced being outdoors and getting an escape. In particular, they take kids from the city to come out into nature and just be with each other and have a safe, wonderful experience. Um, Deanna and her whole and her her kids Sarah and Patrick and Michael, her son-in-law, they they've all just worked so very hard at this uh, uh, place, and we we couldn't be more proud of them and what they've accomplished. It's amazing. The Rustic Fair. If you'd like information, go to rusticfalls dot org slash rf events. That's rusticfalls dot org slash RF events. I'll also put it up on my um, Instagram so you can find out information. It's today. So you're looking for something to do, take a quick drive up to Burlington, Wisconsin. It's beautiful. You go down this road called the Rustic Road, which is uh, a lovely little stretch of road to go there. And uh, it's a great fundraiser for an amazing uh, group of people. The Rustic Fair happening today from noon until 5 p.m. rusticfalls.org slash rf events the news is next from the northwestern medicine newsroom don't go away we'll be right back
1: You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. How can I help you? Our dishwasher No. Yes, good morning, Mister Lou. Sir, I have a problem with my
8: boiler.
7: We
1: have been plagued with fruit flies, Uh-oh. and we've apple cider vinegar. We've crushed bananas. I've sprayed them with Windex when I see them. He's taking your calls alive right now. Well, are
2: you watching my big fat Greek wedding? Put some Windex. Oh, God,
1: please, please.
2: Is that what you were doing from that scene where you just spray everything with Windex? Hola, <laughs>
1: this works. Let's get back to it and back to Lou right here on House Smarts Radio.
2: Welcome back. We were watching My Big Fat Greek Wedding last night. We were working on a little photo album project, Mary Beth and I, and that movie's still funny. And That's so funny. And, like, right when we uh, were watching it, we were watching a few scenes, but then there's this scene where she wakes up on the morning of her wedding and all of her cousins are there and she yeah. gets up and she has a pimple on her face, right? <laughs> and uh, and so the dad comes up and he says, "What what's that on your face? And he goes, a pimple. I'll put some Windex on it, right? And so they're running the cover up or whatever. And then they do the wedding. Then the wedding's over. And uh, I don't know if you remember the scene, but they're in the back of the car. He's like, take all that makeup off. And she's rubbing the makeup off. And you can still see the cover up on where the pimple was. Yeah. And what was the name of the actor that played her then husband? You know, the guy with um, the long hair, uh, you know, I it was just so funny. And he, and she goes, oh, I had this pimple this morning. Uh, he goes, you did? Oh, you look great. He goes, it's funny. He goes, I had a pimple this morning, too. when I woke up. She's like, I don't see it anywhere. He goes, oh, yeah, I sprayed some Windex on it. It went away. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, eight, five, seven. We, it's Wait, go ahead.
1: funny because I I just quoted that movie with, with my sister on the last night, and then you said you watched it. watched
2: it last night. But it was so we quoted funny. quoted the Bart
1: when, she's, when they're talking about the bunt cake. Oh, yeah. I'm like, a
2: what? A B- bunt. A bunt. There's a hole in this cake. <laughs> a bunt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole in this cake. So uh, real quick, um, I, I mentioned last weekend we dropped Max off. In New York, and he's there now. The big, you know, our little, he's our baby. And uh, there he is, the six foot four baby, now uh, living in New York, going to school in New York. And um, you'll find this interesting two things. So, my daughter in law gave him a bingo card that said different things that he needs to do in New York, right? Like ride the subway. Um. Uh. You know, go to this famous Joe's original pizza place and get a slice of pizza because she's from New York, and so gave it was really sweet and nice. Meet a famous person. Okay. So Dave Schwann and maybe Andy. Uh. He, and Lindsay, you may know this too. One of his professors. You know, Max is going to be an actor, so he's going to get in his masters in acting. His professor, first class he goes to, Ellen Burstyn. Oh, oh. really? Wow. Yeah. No?
1: I know. A private, private Benjamin, right? Isn't she in that? Ellen...
2: Uh, I, I think she's in the last picture show. And she's been... I mean, Ellen Burstyn is a very famous actress. Boy, that
3: movie goes back.
2: Guess how old Ellen
3: Burstyn is. Oh, wow. I can tell oh, you. I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> how old, Andy?
2: 90. 90. She's 90? 90. Wow. I mean, talk about feeling old. I'm like, oh, Ellen Burstyn, of course. And I was thinking, I could think of a couple of movies that she's been in. I mean, she's she has acted with some major talent and had a, a fabulous career. She's 90. She's one of the professors wow. at the at the thing. So I'm telling Max, I go, Max, the New Yorkers, people in New York, you know, when I first went to New York 25 years ago, oh, you're going to hate New York. That People in New York, they're all angry and they're always yelling and, you know, you're not going to like them. And I didn't find that to be the case. And what my my advice to Max was the advice is given to me, that the difference between the Midwesterners and the New Yorkers is they make up their mind about you right away if they like you or not. Okay? And if they like you, they'll do anything for you. Right? If you're affable, there's the word, <laughs> uh, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. And um, so... And I said, so just know that and just be yourself and you'll be great and, and everything will be great. And then it started thinking to me, you know, because Midwesterners are more, we're like a little more forgiving. Oh, Lindsay, yeah, she's kind of odd, but, you know, let's give her another chance. You know, like we're a little more, well, affable to use our word of the day. But then I found this thing that, that there are, did you know that there's nine levels of Midwestern anger any of you know this? Mm-mm, no. Like, there's a list of, like, how Midwesterners express their anger, and it's kind of goes with that kind of Midwestern value where, you know, you're not, like, we're New Yorkers, like, hey, hey I'm walking here, you know, like the, the scene with Al Pacino, right, you know? These are the levels of Midwestern anger that I think really kind of paints the picture for, you know, how we are. Number nine, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, right? That would be how you would express anger if you're from the Midwest. Number eight would be, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? That would be enough. <laughs> number seven would be, hold your horses. Right? You're getting angry now. You're getting angry. You're the, it's building up, right? Then number six, you know, if it's not hold your horses, like, geez, Louise. Right? Geez, Louise. that's You're angry now as you're in Worcester. Number five, for heaven's sake. Right? Um, and number four. If I had a nickel for every time, <laughs> right? That's something a Midwesterner would say, right? Number three, well, now wait a minute. Now you're really like, Wait a minute, right? That's me. <laughs> and you have to draw. You would need weight. to turn your <laughs> mind. Yeah, you have right. to draw. Okay. That's you. Right. Number two, number two. Now, now we're really getting angry here in the Midwest for well, Pete's sake, <laughs> okay. right? And number one, if you're angry and you're from the Midwest, listen here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you, listen to your pal. you listen to your pal right so i feel
1: like mine wasn't on there well i always say for cry- for crying out loud
2: for crying out loud that's a good yeah, that'd be number that's
9: got to
3: be one
2: of, that's got on the, the list, list. Yeah. for yeah. pete's that's sake that's for crying out loud yeah that's for good Crying one. out loud. or uh what's the one that i always say i uh
1: i'll um you do say now wait a minute though no i do Now wait a minute
2: now wait a minute no but i say one where i go uh <laughs> Where I change it? No, no, no. It's like uh, for no uh, holy. It's it's something like that. Where it's anyway, it'll come to me. I always say, seriously, right? That's another one. Yeah. Right. Those are Midwestern. We're angry now. Seriously, right? Yep. Or what's the
1: one that they said that when when would mess? You know when it's time to leave when Midwesterners when when Midwestern hosts kind of clap their knees and say, well.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> time to go. Time to go.
1: <laughs> well, it's been fun. Uh,
2: yeah, it's been fun. Nice yeah. to see you for Pete's sake. That's another. That's a, that was a uh Kathy O'Malley was a uh was a big for Pete's sake. That was a, a term I would hear her say a lot, <laughs> which is very funny. 857 4 Lou. 857 4568. This is Pam on the South Side. Hi, Pam, you're on House smarts Radio.
12: Good morning, Lou. You're so applicable and knowledgeable. I want to ask you several questions. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I I know um, I'm I'm wanting to get like several opinions about my space. I know at Permacell. Do you know other companies so I can get just three, you know, evaluations, you know, in, in terms of cost and things like
2: that. Well, I mean, there's plenty of other companies that will uh, oh. give you, uh, you know, do if if you want to do some sort of encapsulation um that uh that will do that i mean if you go to just basement waterproofing companies you could get them there i'm as a as someone that works directly with permaseal and also an advertiser here on the radio station um uh, you know I, I, i'm not going to give you names of other people just to be respectful for the okay. permaseal folks but okay. you you could oh, certainly okay. get other quotes from other companies okay. and then compare i will tell you personally that you know the workmanship and the the experience you're going to get out of PermaSeal is going to be you know pretty top notch. But again, you have to. Everyone has a budget, and don't just be driven by okay. the price. Be driven by the okay. the, the quality of the work.
12: Oh, okay, okay, I appreciate that. And then last, and um, uh, is it the same with the roofing companies? Three co- three companies just to you know take a look and then compare.
2: So with, with roofing companies, I can give you the names of a bunch of people, and, and then also a third party that um, works. There's Lindholm, Lindholm Roofing. Okay. Okay. They've been around a very long okay. time, um, and it would be one that I would definitely call. There's uh, an organization called the National Roofing Contractors Association, and their website is nrca.net. Okay. Okay. And then there's another company, uh, actually you're on the south side, so this works for you, Rogers Roofing would be another company to contact. And there's, you know, three different, with the the NRCA, that's going to give you other roofing contractors in your area when you plug in the zip code to then have them come out and give you bids. And then, um, you know, just make sure they've got a lot of experience. Again, this is an area where you don't just want to be driven by price, you want to be driven by the quality of the work. And the
12: experience. I know one of the problems I'm having with some contractors is they just come out, you know, like they first or second year, and I'm with some things. Right, right. Okay. Okay. And and then my last one, if it's okay, uh, I've heard something about the stack, the pipe that I guess that comes through the roof. Yeah. Um. Now, um, how do you know really when you, and who who, who would you call to check on that anyway?
2: I, you mean from a leak perspective? No,
12: uh, I heard something about the stack. Do you still have it uh, cleaned out or something?
2: I mean, if you're not having any issues, uh, Pam, with your plumbing, um, you know, if there's no vent issue or odor, everything's flushing properly and draining properly, I don't necessarily think you'd need an inspection on the vent. That... That's, it's very much a problem-free thing. Are there problems that can happen? Sure. But then you'd be getting symptoms like I just described. And so if that's yeah. not happening, I don't think you need to spend the money on an inspection.
12: Oh, okay. Because I was like, sometimes I get a sewer odor, but not all the time. And I can't figure out where, and nobody else can figure out where.
2: Well, do you have a floor drain in the bait <laughs> Do you have a floor drain in your basement? And
12: I have a crawl space. Okay. And
2: the whole so I don't, the whole house is on a crawl space? Yes. Okay. Where's your laundry room? Uh
12: it's in the back of the um uh, near the back of the house or toward the side, so it's near the uh I'll is, say the rear of the house.
2: Is there a floor drain in that laundry room? No. Not at all. No. No, not at all. Okay. All right. Well, and where do you normally get that odor from?
12: Usually from the front of the house. That's why I can't figure it out. Why it comes mainly towards in you know front of the house, and I can't. I can never figure out
2: why. But and it's there's not no. All the time, the, there's just, no bathroom up in the front. No. Okay. Next okay. time, next time, next time you smell that odor, okay, mm-hmm. and you notice it, I want you to go outside and see if mm-hmm. you have any exterior odor. Like near the street where there might be a, a drain or a sewer cover from the city, yeah. and see if you see this if the smell's coming from there and it's just permeating into the front of the house.
12: Oh, okay. Yeah, I do have a sewer in front of the house. And All right. It, take, it is,
2: take your nose out there and see because that could be what you're smelling. Okay. And then you would call oh, okay. the are you in, uh, Pam, are you in the city of Chicago on the south side? Yes, I am. Then if that, all of a sudden, you walk out there and go, man, that smells like, you know, that's nice and ripe. Mm -hmm. Then you call the city and have them clean out that sewer for you. Oh, okay. All
12: right. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you very much,
2: Lou. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, it's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet.
1: Are you looking for that rustic statement sink? Well, Builder Supply Outlet scored a delivery of Fireclay farmhouse sinks at a smokin' hot deal. Sculpted from Fireclay, fired at extreme temps, their strong enamel finish is both beautiful and stain-resistant, equipped with a walnut or beechwood cutting board insert. These sinks can retail for over $1,300, but you can get them right now for $269.99 in-store at Builder Supply Outlet in Broadview or BuilderSupplyOutlet.com. Get them while they Last. Hi, good morning. Thank you. I, I
6: love your show.
1: You teach me so much about homes that I never knew, and I really
6: appreciate it. You're listening to Lou. Hi, Lou. I have a stamped concrete pool deck, and some of the corners on it are starting to chip. And he's
1: here to help you.
11: I have a question about repiping my house.
1: Now, back to your host, Lou Manfredini and
2: House Smarts Radio. That's me. Welcome back. September, you know.
6: They keep trying to tell me Time for
2: another product of the month giveaway. The Toro 60 Volt Max brushless leaf blower. The... Sh- uh, Show leaves no mercy to the Toro September... What does that mean? Show leaves no mercy with the Toro September product of the month giveaway. Hmm, that doesn't make any sense. Enter to win the Toro... It says here, show leaves no mercy with the Toro September product of the month giveaway. I think that's just an error. I just want to make sure I'm getting all the things right. How about this, Lindsay? How about you just enter to win the Toro 60 Volt Max brushless leaf blower... At WGNRadio.com slash contest, this battery-powered leaf blower is an aerodynamic beast to make small work of huge piles. I have this very blower, and it is a beast. Even with heavy, wet leaves, you go from zero to 157 miles per hour, it's like driving with Lindsay, in 1.3 seconds flat with the push of a button. You just drive with purpose, like you type on your computer. With That's purpose, right. right. Like, where's the handle? on the car show leaves show leaves oh oh <laughs> you saw it got it i see. see see i thought it was the show show leaves no mercy Le- i get it all right show show leaves here we go now that makes sense it's all in the inflection show leaves no mercy with the toro september product of the month give it but you could see how you could go the other way with that right absolutely like somebody yeah. was just thinking as they were typing and then hit send Anyway, the point is, if you go to WGNRadio.com slash contest, you can win this bad boy. And of course, it has the interchangeable battery, which works with a full lineup of 75-plus Toro tools for all-season power. This sweepstakes ends on Saturday, September 30th at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. 8.31 in the morning. Let's head into the WGN Radio newsroom and check in with Dave Schwan.
8: Listening to Lou Manfredini on House March Radio. If you have questions about your house, he's the one to call. Now back to your handyman hero, your host
6: was the most Lou Manfredini on House March Radio. You're
5: my blue sky, you're my sunny day.
2: Welcome back to Housemarts Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know how you're always wondering, like, what am I going to do this weekend? Well, I hope that always on the weekends you turn on WGN Radio and you listen to Housemarts Radio from six to ten a.m. and uh, all Saturday. We got a bunch of different wonderful shows that happen on Saturday. Actually, you know what? Just listen to WGN seven days a week. That would make everyone so happy. Um, but tomorrow I'm going to be working. I'm going to be very busy. And I'm going to be having lots of fun. And I want you to join me because tomorrow is Misericordia's Family Fest. And I want to tell you a little bit about that. But uh, I can certainly tell you about that. But someone that is definitely in the know is a friend of mine who's been at Misericordia for quite some time, Julie O'Sullivan, who is the director of creative arts and marketing for Misericordia. Julie, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou nice to talk good morning
11: you. thanks so much for having me
2: I know you're busy busy getting set up uh, it's gonna be a very busy day uh, looks like it's gonna be great weather so that's a big plus for those that, that maybe a huge plus. yeah for those maybe that have never been to Family Fest uh, give a, give a little pitch as to what it's all about
11: sure so Family Fest um, is taking place on our campus at 6300 North Ridge there's free parking, um, and so we're at Misericordia. It is fun for all ages. We have something for everyone. We have children's games that are free so the little kids can come and play, and they'll get tokens, and they win prizes. There's food everywhere. There's going to be some great tacos, I heard. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think someone's serving up tacos.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, when, you um, think ta- when you think tacos, you think Lou Manfredini.
11: Exactly, right. it's in the name Right, right. Um, There's entertainment, there's three stages So we have the children and family stage We have the main stage, and we have the Norse uh, stage And so there's going to be en- entertainment all day long um, There's going to be the Shannon Rovers Of course the Heartbreakers and Zingers As the Misericordia players A uh, great band called In Spite of Ourselves uh, They're real fun, they've got a great following And then we have uh, the Bears game on, so we're not forgetting that the Bears are playing the Packers. we got a big screen in the beer tent for the Bears, so we're going to bring home a winner for everybody. And, you know, there's just, again, there's something for everyone. It's $10 for adults, $5 for children, and three and under is free. And uh, it's going to be a beautiful day to support Misericordia, and we're supporting the residents who live here. And so we serve more than 600 children and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities, and we need your help.
10: Yeah.
2: I mean, the the campus is uh, always expanding, but then you're, you know, landlocked a little bit, although you've got... Um, you know, one of one of the big trends, right, for misericordia and and uh, when it comes to uh, adults with developmental disabilities, are these syllas? I'm going to get this right. Community integrated living arrangements, is that right?
11: You got it. You got it.
2: And you guys are really at Miz kind of pushing this, where you've got homes within the communities where. Uh, adults high-functioning adults with disabilities are living their best possible lives and that's ever expanding
11: so you're exactly right so Misericordia serves um, people with intellectual disabilities and there's every level here so we have a full continuum of care is what we like to say and so on our campus you know we are a little landlocked but you'd be surprised we are 37 acres and so we have a beautiful campus where we serve um, you know, hundreds of residents there. And then the SILAs that you're referring to, we have, I believe, 15, and we're growing. And so a big trend is to have everyone in the community, but, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. So right. We're So going to make sure that our residents that are appropriate for the community are living in the community, and some of the residents that need more help are on our campus. Um, but, you know, we also need good staff to do that as well.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the staffing is... Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up, and I'll get on the soapbox. You don't have to do this, but while the <laughs> while the Sillas are great and 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 for the people that can live and thrive there it's great but you're right it's not one size fits all i mean a lot of there's a lot of uh you know push to that everyone should be out in the community but if if we take the and i hate to keep going back to the pandemic but if we go back to the pandemic and you know certainly uh the care of of everyone was so important and especially those with health challenges you know was a big deal but when you lock down the campus, at least people had a way to get out and about, and if everyone lived in a home, they'd be locked in that home if they were, you know, yeah. someone with with severe disabilities, and so the one thing that I know that the mission we were, of Misericordia... We
11: fortunate, yeah, yeah.
2: ...is to make sure that everybody's living their best life.
11: Right. We want the highest quality of life, we want them to be as independent as possible, and You know, through the pandemic, our amazing staff stepped up, but we're lucky that we have 37 acres, so they could get on their bikes and ride around campus. We could be outside. We had a lot of parades where everyone would come out and, uh, you know, stay as safe as possible, but, you know, trying to think of everything that we could do to make sure that they're active every day and when they could go to the fitness center or the gym or when we were able to reopen our work opportunities, as you know, the bakery um, we finally opened our restaurant last year mm. um again right um you know, the art department, the horticultural program, it, it's endless, the opportunities that they have, and they are right on campus. And so we are fortunate enough to be able to keep a lot of that going. Um, and a lot of our staff went into the homes to make sure that they had an active day.
2: Yeah, and, and it all so. takes money to do it. And certainly there's funding from the state, but it is also, there's a huge burden uh, for people to support it. And there is no organization, in my opinion, like a Misericordia and Misericordia. Um, The Family Fest is just a a great way to support the mission, but also just have a lot of fun. I've been going for years, years and years, and I always describe it as bustling. I mean, there's just so many people and everybody's in a good mood and there's all these different. I mean, sure, the taco tent is the favorite, but there's a lot of great food. Uh, There's a lot of great food, uh, you know, from different tents where you can go around. It's great.
11: I just think it's a great introduction to our campus and to our community. The residents are out and about with their families. I've called it the largest, you know, we have the largest block party with Old St. Paths. Yeah. We're probably the largest family party is what I like to say. So, yeah. um, But all are welcome. Everyone from the community is welcome. And you know, I want to mention uh, we have this amazing auction and people do not want to miss this. We have trips to Mexico and Tuscany. We've got tickets to Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan. We've got Bears versus Panthers, and that's got parking in the United Club. We have the Chicago Fire with uh, Inter-Miami, and Messi is going to be playing. So I think that's a big ticket item. Um, we have lunch with Sister Rosemary. People do not want to miss out on the chance with that. We've got, uh, you know, Zia's, and then some guys on there. Lunch with Lou. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Right. But. <laughs> Five bucks.
2: Five Big bucks. Big ticket
11: item. Lunch Big with ticket. Lou. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> how about lunch with Sister Rosemary? I'll pay for that one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, that's a re- it's a really fun event. All right, one more time, Julie. Uh, give the uh, the four one one on where Ms. Ricordi is located, how people get tickets, and how they contact you.
11: Sure. So Ms. Family Fest is taking place Sunday, September tenth from eleven to six PM. It's located on our campus at sixty three hundred North Ridge Avenue and we've got free parking free parking at S and C Electric, which is just on Devon and Ridge. And we got shuttles going back and forth. You don't even have to walk to our campus. Uh, It's fun for everyone. You can bring any age, and uh, let's just buy tickets at the gate right now. That's going to be the easiest thing. So adults are $10, children are $5, uh, three and under are free. Um, And, yeah, it's going to be a great day. I'm looking at the weather. It's going to be sunny, and uh, it's just, you know, Bears game, everything. So we got everything that anyone's going to want to need, and everyone should come and support.
2: If you just want
11: to make a donation, you can do that. You know, misericordia.com. Just visit us on our website.
2: Julie O'Sullivan, Director of Creative Arts and Marketing for Misericordia. Julie, always nice to speak with you. I will see you tomorrow.
11: Thank you so much, Lou. I definitely look forward to seeing you and having a taco.
2: <laughs> You're listening now, Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. That's Misericordia Family Fest tomorrow. Our phone number is 857 557 4 Lou. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Now, back to your host, your go to how to guy, Lou Manfredini, right here on House Smarts Radio. Be
12: love?
10: Be love?
2: Welcome back. I love you. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Clark in Hoffman Estates. Good morning, Clark.
0: So good morning, Lou.
3: How may I help you, sir?
0: Here. Okay, what I'm looking for I live in Hoffman Estates and I'm looking for to do some bathroom remodeling. I want to do a new shower, replace the shower that's in there and new ceiling lighting. And I wonder if you had any contractors in the area that you might recommend.
2: Uh, tell me, tell me what it is you want to do.
0: Okay, I have a shower down there now, it's a tile shower. I'd like to have that all redone. Uh, there's one soft spot on one wall, so I know that it's possible the uh, grout is probably breaking down, and might be some water getting in there. Okay.
2: But do you are you well, looking to remod- all- are you looking to remodel the whole bathroom or are you looking just to do the shower tub area?
0: Just the shower and the lighting. There's no tub.
2: The shower oh, and the lining. Okay. So what about yeah. what about so, do-
0: the whole bathroom lighting?
2: The bathroom lighting or lining? Are you saying lighting or lining?
0: Lighting. You need bathroom lighting? Lighting. Okay. And the shower. Okay. In the shower to be done as a liner or whatever. Okay,
2: and when you talk about lighting, do you need new electrical run or just new fixtures?
0: No, uh, probably new fixtures. I got fluorescent fixtures in there right now in the drop ceiling, and I'm thinking of you know maybe getting that changed to got LEDs. It.
2: Okay, all right. So you would probably be a candidate for somebody like um, there's a company that uh, was advertising here for a little bit called Bath Fitter. And they do the acrylic liners on both the shower bases and the walls. But they'll take out any damaged material, right, and inspect it. And if they have to do any repair, um, they can do that. And then they can also hang some new fixtures for you as part of that as well. And so if you go to uh, bathfitter.com... Okay. plug in your zip code, then, you know, you can get um, you can get them to come out and give you an estimate on something like that. And that's probably your most economical way to go.
0: Okay. Uh, it, would they also do a bathroom with the, with the tubs in there? Would they take the tub out and just put a, bath, a shower in there in place of the tub?
2: They would do that as well. I mean, but if you're looking for more of a full service, like to make... Are you looking to make the bathroom a little bit more accessible?
0: No, it's pretty accessible. The,
2: okay. You're just you get, know, eliminating the, the tub. Bad.
0: Yeah, the second bad, that's the second bathroom is just eliminating the tub. I'm not yeah. sure I want to do it, but I like to get a cost.
2: Yeah. I would, de- I, I would definitely ask them about that. They could help you with that as well.
0: Okay. That sounds good.
2: All right, sir. I appreciate your call, and have a great rest of your day. Okay, you too. All right. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Yeah, thank you very much for calling. 857 557 eight five seven five five seven four five six eight 557 4568 is our phone number. Um, you know, uh, talking about getting all this work done and bathrooms and remodeling, um, you know, there's a, a, a lot going on. I'm, I've got a bunch of projects going on right now, and I want to tell you about one that it's just – it's it's – You hear me talk about Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling on the air a lot. I hired them to come out and reline a chimney for us on a project that we're working on. And um, these two guys that came out, uh, like, just worked their tails off. And it's just such an interesting process uh, to watch and understand. First of all, they put up all the scaffolding, you know, to keep their workers safe. And they had to reline two of the chimneys. One was for the fireplace and one was for the appliance. Uh, for the boiler that's in this room. And uh, it was, uh, I think it was Francisco and Raphael were two guys that came out. Really nice uh, gentlemen that worked really hard. And they take this, um, they get up in the top of the uh, fireplace, right? So that the top of the chimney cap at the crown. And they have this device that's like a medieval ball and chain right that spiky ball that you used to watch in the 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 old movies where the the knight would swing this thing around and like you know try and beat on the side of the guy you know who's wrapped in armor type of thing but they drop that down into the chimney and then on the end of a heavy duty drill they whip this thing back and forth and it breaks the tile that then falls into you know the firebox down below but they do such a nice job of um Sealing off the firebox, they got like a piece of plywood, they tape it all off, they protect everything, and then they have this high capacity, heavy duty HEPA vacuum cleaner that is sucking all the dust. Obviously, that's coming through. I swear to goodness that I was down in there as they were doing this, I was looking at all, I took a few pictures just because I thought it was so cool, and there was like no dust in the room whatsoever because this, this, uh, Vacuum cleaner was doing such a nice job and they tarped it all off, whatever. And they worked two days on this job. And, um, you know, the thing that you get with, you know, the contractors you hear about on this show and on the weekend and, uh, home sweet home Chicago, you know, that comes on afterwards, the people that are part of that show too, these are quality people and they charge a fair price and they do a really good job, whether it's, you know, Lindeman or Seal or mega home improvements, whatever it might be. Um, you know, I I tell people this all the time that you want to make sure you're getting people to know what they're doing. Those people got to get paid for their work. These are professionals. These two gentlemen that uh, worked on, on the project for us had been with Lindemann over 10 years, both of them. And uh, they knew what they were doing. And, and for a guy like me who also, you know, purports to know what I'm doing, it's fun to work with uh, people like that because you're all speaking the same language. We're all understanding what's going on and you know, the job's getting done. Right. That's my experience with them, and I know it'll be the same experience you have with them as well. So, uh, you know, please patronize the people you hear about on this radio show because they're going to do a good job for you for sure. We're broadcasting from the Permacile Foundation Repair Studios. And the news is next. From the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning. Of course, you could never be Aretha Franklin. Do you imagine being a backup singer to her? Yes, it was. That'd be so fun.
1: And you're tuned into Lou. Thought about fun. that. You can't always get what you want for Rolling Stones. Like I'd always wanted to be the backup for that. Now back to your favorite backup singing handyman.
2: Andy would have been the Oak Ridge Boys. He would have been the guy that would be at the bottom.
1: Right here.
0: Actually, I wanted to be the uh, the backup singer on Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Someone. All they did was go, dance. I think I could probably handle that. But you
2: could use that as a pickup line. Have you ever heard the Whitney Houston song? Yeah, that was me. Dance. 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 I can prove it, too. I can
3: prove
1: it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's really him. On House Smarts Radio. Mm. Welcome
2: back. You know, I do this um, just in case Steve Bertrand listens on Saturday mornings, which he does sometimes. But he has a theory that uh, Steve says he hears David Bowie every day somewhere. Like David Bowie music. Like whether you're walking into a restaurant or, um, you know, into a store or something with the music playing in the background or something like that. And he's like, I always hear. David Bowie. So I just want to help him on a Saturday so that, you know, he starts his morning off like oh
1: like heard my David actually Bowie. Actually hear or like hearing things. Like you No, no. No, poorly no not
2: like clairvoyant. <laughs> I mean more more like he hears David Bowie music. I mean David Bowie had a amazing career, right? And so we have a couple of Interesting. Yeah, right?
1: There you go. You just
2: I just did. I box. just saw well, if he's listening. You know, who knows. He might be still sleeping. Works at night now. But every now and then I'll get a text message from him. When he needs something, he texts me. Eight five seven. Love you, Steve. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Uh, is, is these the they, I see what you did there. Let me get back to the phone lines here. This is uh, Joanne in Arlington Heights. Hi, Joanne. She is. I hear her. She has the phone down. Joanne hello hello joanne hi hi how are you good how may i help you
13: i have a a question i had a driveway front walk and stoop put in last year cement okay and there were some imperfections in the stoop um so they came out a year later about eight months later and put a new stoop in about two months ago um when they put the stoop in they just you know it up against the front walk and it's cracking there now theres they didn't put like a they had like that brown expansion board Oh
2: you mean where the and, where the stoop meets the it, sidewalk they did not put an expansion joint
13: No and now there's a crack there I mean it cracked just like a couple weeks after and but it's just like a hairline crack
2: but it's just and a it's, just, it's a crack along the front of the sidewalk.
13: Correct, right where it meets
2: right it just
13: there's a, and I don't you know I'm you're done with tired these? Of the back and forth with everything, and I'm kind of like, do I call them to come back, or do I just leave it, or you know, I don't know if it's I wouldn't imagine you could put that in again once it's all
2: all right, well, if it were me, okay, so two things um, are you happy with how the stoop looks right now? Yeah, and when did yeah, this? Was, when did it go in? Uh,
13: about two months. They put it in in uh, middle of July.
2: Okay, all right. How handy are you, Joanne? <laughs> Joanne, not very. Joanne, Joanne. Hello, Joanne. To stop <laughs> laughing.
13: I guess I could. I guess I could be. You know?
2: Okay. Well, two things I want you to do. The first thing I don't want you to do. I want you to have them come back and say, "Hey, guys, I I don't want to drive you crazy." But I'm gonna, But there should be an expansion joint between the sidewalk and the stoop. So at the very least, can they come back and saw cut very quickly? It will literally take them five minutes. To cut mm-hmm. a straight line, so where that hairline crack is, I actually want a gap. You know how on your sidewalk, you've got a sidewalk panel, and then there's a line, and then there's another sidewalk panel and a line? Yes. Okay, I want that between the stoop and that piece of concrete Just one saw cut, quarter of an inch wide The length of the step where the sidewalk meets the front stoop And then you're going to have a line there And you're going to leave it The whole point is, when it expands and contracts I have a cut point Because otherwise, you run the risk of it Then spalling the front riser of that first step Which, that'll drive you crazy
13: So they just should cut a line in and that put the expansion? Correct.
2: Correct. Real quick, can you send a guy over with the saw to cut an expansion joint? Because this is going to cause more problems down the line. Okay, that's number one. Number two, have you ever painted anything before? Sure. How big is this stoop? Oh, well, it's about eight feet. And you you have the physical ability, if if you were going to sit on your rear end and paint something on the the stoop? Sure. Okay. You're going to go to bonedryproducts.com, and you're going to buy a gallon of their concrete sealer. And you're going to follow the directions on the bottle, and you are going to seal this concrete stoop after they get done making the saw cut. And it's going to help to bond the top, you know, three-eighths of an inch of the concrete to itself so it doesn't erode or when you put ice melt on it or whatever, it's going to really bond this well. And you're going to do that in the next 30 days. Okay. And
13: it's called bond?
2: Bone dry. Oh, bone. bone. Bone dry. Bone dot okay. com. It's made in Kenosha. Say hi to Jim when you call. Okay. Tell when you when you say hi to Jim. Say Lindsay says hello. That'll make his okay. day. That'll make his day. It'll make him so happy.
13: And I miss him. Good. I know you do. So miss I, him. they just have to come and so they have to come and. So I'm just worried if they come and saw something, something else is gonna.
2: No, happen. I want one. La- t- here's what I. Here's what we're gonna do. Take your phone. Take a picture of it. Say, I talked yeah. to I talked to this friend of mine, Lou. Thank you so much for okay. finally coming back. You're painting the rear ends on this thing. I know I'm a pet, but you need to saw cut this because it's going to be worse. Can you just send a guy to saw cut this, make an expansion joint? That's it. And they're going to be like, hey, okay. Jimmy, go there with the saw and cut this thing. and Get this lady off my back.
13: Okay. Okay. And then they had a, there was a post from my um, roof down to the stoop, which they had tr- they're had. they old. They're like 50 years old. So I, they were having trouble putting it back in. And I said, just leave it off. It's old. It was rotting underneath.
2: What's the post? Oh, like a column? That, yeah, like
13: a decorative post. Well, they're pretty heavy, though. But what
2: was it holding up?
13: It was, uh, we just have four of them across the front of the house. And it was holding up. You know, it was on the stoop. There's two on the stoop and then two farther down.
2: And now the, the posts the aren't there?
13: Well, they were having trouble putting it back in when they did the stoop because it lays right on the stoop. Okay. That's right on the
2: stoop. But was it supporting anything up above?
13: Well, some people have looked at it and they said it looks cosmetic. And other people said they're not sure. So I don't know <sighs> who I was. Okay, well, well, about
2: that. well, I mean, I, well, let's make sure that it's not a structural thing. So, I mean, and, and if they're old, you can always replace them with other decorative columns to go in there, right? Sure. But um, let's, uh, so for that, uh, you're in Arlington Heights. Um, right. You go to, go to um, actually, you know what? Go to Cobblestone Remodeling because they do exterior work like that. 773-661-0606. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Tell them you have these columns, like four columns you need to put back. They can come out and assess it, send one of their exterior guys out there to take a look at.
13: Okay. And I didn't know if, how long do I have to wait to put something like that on. How long does that stoop have to cure? No. And You, you said that
2: the st- this stoop was two months ago? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Sealer expansion joint columns. Okay. Got it. Giddy up. Thank you so much. You're welcome you're so much. You're wonderful. I appreciate you calling this morning, Eight five seven five five seven four. 5574 what I mean, what can I tell you? I know. I'm affable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you, what have we uh, determined okay. today? <laughs> I am too. Never, you're affable. You are. You are very affable. We, you know, who we are. We're like the affable twins. Uh, it's uh, nine twenty one in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this.
5: Hello, baby. Oh, good
12: morning, Lou. Yeah, this
5: is the big Bopper speaker. You are
13: such a bright,
5: cheery morning. Oh, that is so mm-hmm. you sweet man. I
13: have a
5: naughty problem for Do you. You are
2: what? Dee Dee, this is a home improvement Will show. I want? The naughty show is overnight. No, no. Oh, okay. Not okay. naughty.
0: Oh naughty. Naughty. Oh, baby, naughty.
6: you know
2: what I like. Naughty. Yeah. Oh,
3: like naughty. Got it. Okay, good, yeah. good. Alright, go ahead. You uh, can go.
1: Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio.
3: Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a pony tail hanging down a wiggling the walk and a in to talk Make the world
2: go round right Welcome back.
3: There eat
2: nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl and make my act so funny 857 feel real loose like a late neck goose like a girl Oh, baby, that's what I like. Come back to the phone lines. What's that, baby? Marty and Wheaton. Hey, Marty. Hey, Marty
7: hi Lou morning I've got a question about a, a a leaky hot water heater okay uh it's it's less than two years old it was installed about two years ago fifty gallons uh gas fired
4: and it uh it's not it's not a significant leak, but there's definitely something going on. I see wet spots uh on the on the cement floor, running
7: from it to about a foot away is the floor drain. Sometimes there's actual water there. Sometimes it just looks like a wet spot. Uh, do it, does does it need attention, or what? What do I do?
2: Did you have this professionally installed? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me the story, Marty.
4: <laughs> uh, the, the professional is a friend of mine.
2: Okay. So um, the the if it's a if it's leaking, um, you have a warranty, right? And yeah, um, a,
7: yeah,
2: And so I would go back to the manual, and and you purchased the water heater. Yes. Okay. And where did you purchase it from? Like a big box store. Big
7: big box store. Yeah. Okay.
2: So on there, there's a serial number. Who who's the manufacturer?
4: I think it's I think it's Rheem.
2: Okay. So go to the, you know, the serial number and take a couple pictures, go to Ream and tell them that, you know, you have, you're the original owner. The, the warranty is, is prorated. So you're not going to get a hundred percent of the tank. Okay. But they're going to give you some money to replace the water heater, right? Some kind of credit. And then that friend of yours, I mean, is going to come and reinstall the water heater
7: okay so
2: you know if it was um you know if you for for those listening if you hire a professional like uh okay so you know use center guard as a uh an example or even permaseal they do plumbing services if they buy and install the water heater and you know it leaks during the warranty period a lot of times they'll cover for a certain number of years maybe not you know some have 10-year warranties they won't cover that but Usually within like the first year, at the very least, they'll replace it and they'll cover the labor. But since your friend of mine, your friend of mine did it, or a friend of yours, rather, hey, it can be a friend of mine, too. Um, he's going to have to come back and reinstall it. You probably just have a faulty tank. Okay. You're not seeing any, I mean, when you're looking at this leak... To, you don't see anything at the top. It's not leaking at a connection point, right? No, 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 no.
7: The no, the no, the
2: not. silcock on the side, the drain cock on the side's not leaking, right? It's under the tank. Nope,
7: it's under the tank, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So take a couple pictures. Contact the manufacturer. Hopefully, you still have a receipt. Um, you know, you could even—I would start there. But you can also go back to the to the big box with your receipt. Because they'll just say, all right, take the tank. They may not even tell you to bring it in. They'll just, you know, credit you there. But I think you have to go through the manufacturer.
7: Okay. All right.
2: Now, my, other, my other question is how many people live in this house? Two. Just two. Okay. And yeah. if the 50-gallon yeah. is fine?
7: Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: Okay. You wouldn't want to go to a tankless on-demand?
7: Uh, not at this point, no. Okay.
2: All right. Then just get, get no. the new... get. You'll get a credit. It won't be for the full thing because you used it for two years, but you'll get something right. and then you got to reinstall it.
7: Okay. All right. Thank
4: you.
2: You got it, bud. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. we are going to do our Just Text Me segment after this report at WGN Radio News.
1: Time for Just Text Me. How do you do
3: this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy, look.
1: It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's
3: so
7: funny,
2: we <laughs> Welcome back. Our Just Text Me segment so is sponsored by ComEd. Powering lives. 857-557-4LOU is our phone line. As well as our text line that you can text us questions to. You have some text messages we can do this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's you know it's funny we we talk before the just text me segment. You and I we and we're like talking about it. and then when we get to it, it's like you don't have them ready. What's going on?
1: Okay. Well,
2: am I not speaking the truth?
1: So affable. Um, okay. What is the best cleaner, Lou, for marble tile in a shower?
2: Um, the best cleaner for a marble tile in a shower is one of the oldest cleaners out there by a company called Lundmark. L-U-N-D-M-A-R-K. Lundmark Marble Cleaner. And if you go to a good hardware store or grocery store, you'll find it. Buy that cleaner. Use it, love it, live it, good to go.
1: All right, Lou, I'd like to take... <laughs> or
2: did you want me to make that a longer one? So I was going
1: like to come up with something like, do it, just do it. But then that's like Nike and I didn't really go. So Got it. <laughs> Stop stalking, which I wish I had done. Still, um, Lou, I'd like your take on this. Does the new vinyl siding and dark colors make the house hotter in the summer sun?
2: I mean... I mean, yes. I mean, physics-wise, it in theory, but I don't know that that heat transfers. You know, to so we live in a a 1929 brick veneer colonial, okay, and on the southern exposure of the house, um, the um, in the heat of the sun. When I walk down the driveway, like at the end of the day, you can feel the heat coming off of there. So you would feel that coming off of the siding. Would that transfer into the house? Probably not because the siding is nailed. If it's a newer home, you've got um, insulation and sheathing, so it would be a marginal. You wouldn't even be able to notice it. You would notice it on the outside reflecting off of the house, but I would not worry about it. The biggest thing with the darker... Um, with the darker, um, you know, siding is that it does expand and contract more, right? So, um, that's an issue with, um, with kind of making sure that it's installed properly because there will be bigger gaps with it, um, that, that occur and you got to be careful with that. How about one more?
1: Okay. Okay. This one says, good morning. I just lose my stuff here. Uh, good morning. We just bought a park model stationary RV. I'd like to paint the walls, which are like plastic panels. What would you recommend?
2: Wait, say that one more time.
1: Yes. They just bought a park model stationary RV.
2: Park model. They want to paint the walls wait, that park are like model, plastic panels. I don't know what park model. What's it, sta- they bought an RV. Okay. Stationary. So it's not moving. Go ahead.
1: They want to paint the walls. They're plastic panels. What do you suggest?
6: Uh, hmm. I'm
2: just thinking if... Uh, the thing is, is that with that material, you need to prime it because it's a... um. You know, it's kind of a, it has a sheen to it. And I think that you need to prime that first so that the, whatever paint you put on there sticks. So, I've just been doing this myself on some painting. So, lightly sand those panels down to take a little bit of the sheen off. Not crazy. Like, you could use a, a palm sander or a random orbit sander just to quickly cut the sheen. And then use a bonding primer first called Sticks, S-T-I-X. No, yeah, S-T-I-X, right? Stix. It's by Benjamin Moore. They make it now. And put that on first, let that dry, and then just use a paint and primer, interior, acrylic, latex paint over that, and it'll adhere. Sticks?
1: Okay, some of these park models, stationary RVs are like...
2: The nicest Amazing. things you've ever seen? Yeah. You were Googling it yeah. as I was answering it? I was. Well, now I'm curious. What's it called? Park I just model? Sent, I
1: just sent it. Park?
2: Me. Oh, you just, just sent, sent it to me? just
1: texted it to you. Just text huh. me.
2: Oh, it's just sponsored by ComEd. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Come on. That's not it. Really?
1: Well, I don't think they all look
2: necessarily like Oh, my that, gosh. I, mean, I would live in that. R- well, yeah. Holy me smokes. Too. A park model RV is an RV that is built according to the specifications set up by the RV Association of America and Canada. America's attic. In Canada, a park model is not to exceed 538 square feet. In the USA, it's not to exceed 400 square feet. Wow. So they just dropped that thing off. Bang. That is so cool. Post that so people can see it. This is what an example of a... Look, at. there's like an exterior fireplace on the picture you sent me. Right? Holy smokes. I've never even heard of that. That's like you would live out in the middle of nowhere. Like, leave me alone. Like, just, I'm going out here, and I'm going to live in my RV, and I'm going to paint it any color I want. That's our Just Text Me segment, uh, sponsored by ComEd, Powering Lives. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Rick in Chicago. Hey Rick, good morning.
7: Good morning Lou. I uh, I got a question for you. I got uh, I use a product for slow drains, uh, shower drain, a bath bathroom sink drain, and uh, I think I got the name from you. But the thing works like charm. But it says in the directions, run hot water uh, to dissolve this product and. Uh, and uh, so I thought I was being extra diligent. I take one of my big pans, I boil water, and I throw it. And I had a friend that said, "You are going to ruin your piping." Is he right? No,
2: uh, actually. So you're talking about InstaFlow.
7: You are right. That's it. So
2: I mean, the boiling water it only helps to um, really help this stuff to work. It the instructions don't call for that. So the idea behind when you use no. this InstaFlow is you turn out, if you have a slow drain, um, well, I'll give you an example. I've mentioned, I've been talking about, I had this turnover at these apartments that I own and, um, I, you know, we went in, cleaned the place up, looked great. And I had one of the new tenants said, Hey, you know, the vanity drain is kind of slow. He goes, I put some Drano down there and it didn't work. And so I must've missed it when I went to do this. And I took the, pop up out of the drain, and I looked down in there, and I could see some muckety-muck. It's gross. I turned on the hot water. I warmed up the drain. I took the Instaflow, sprinkled it over the top, ran the hot water again to help it dissolve, waited 90 seconds, turned the hot water back on. It was flowing like the Colorado River. Yeah. Now, the boiling water is just like a little... It's like a little pick-me-up. Like, that's okay to do that. You're not going to ruin your pipes. The biggest issue with that product is... You can't let it sit there more than 90 seconds. Right. So old, uh, yeah, I follow and,
7: the
2: and older older pipes, that's where this could be a problem, like with metal and galvanized and that kind of stuff if you have that. With the plastic, it's not going to really matter, but 90 seconds is the max. Run the hot water through, really rinse it well. If you notice that, oh, it could be a little bit better, do it one more time, but just let it rinse and uh, and, you know, like rinse and repeat like you're you know washing your hair
7: okay no i appreciate that yeah i uh i i definitely i think it says uh well might uh, only be, you
2: know might only be a minute on the directions
7: yeah but um but i i do that so and i just thought i was being extra diligent by boiling water and so you're saying that is fine i guess
2: it's fine actually um at our our Edgebrook Ace store, Sue, who works for us, she's the she is the one that said use the boiling water to me that I've given that advice. She uses it and has had great results for years. And so, I'll go with her.
7: Great. All right, thank you, Lou.
2: You got it. Appreciate you calling eight five seven five five seven four Lou. You can also use that boiling water to make hard boiled eggs. I mean, not with the InstaFlow, but do you do do you make hard boiled eggs? Are you have you ever are you uh?
1: The, yes, I do. And so does my husband. And the time it takes my husband to make the hard-boiled eggs, it is like a craft for him.
2: Oh, like he I, has like a whole, Cause, you know, yes. a whole thing? Because, you know, there's a whole, people have different ways of doing it. You yep. know, like one yes. is that you boil the water, you get them to a boil, and then you turn it off.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Is that what he does? That's what I do. What do you do? How do you do it? That's what I do. You boil it, and then you turn it off turn for it off, how long?
1: And then, I, and then I put the top on, and I let it sit there for 10 minutes. Got Set it. Set the timer.
2: And then do you run it over cold water to so the eggs can come I, off? I do. And what do it you do with the hard-boiled eggs? Do you make egg salad? I yes. No, I know you eat them, but do you make egg salad? I do. do you make, I don't think I've ever had your egg salad. Is it good? Because my know. wife makes amazing egg salad.
1: I'm sure. I'm not really like, I don't, I really just put some eggs and mayonnaise in there. I don't like make a craft out of it.
2: Well, I don't think it's that hard. I mean, I think it's, isn't it just... Yeah, some
1: people, like, why they, is your wife, why is Mary Beth's different?
2: Because she's, it's made with love. Oh,
6: I'm
2: sure. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's made with... I don't even know how she makes and, it, but she makes, she doesn't make it a lot. She used to make it a lot when the kids were little and they loved it. And it would be like the oh, thing so that goes good. to lunch. And then like every now and then I'll see, now all the kids are gone. So there's not a lot of egg salad at the house, but every now and then there's like a tub in there. And I'll just go and I'll pop it open with one, and I'll take a spoon.
1: It's so good. I like the chips and what is that? Like chip butter chips or what are they those? Pickle chips. Oh. Like the discs and put that on, and then with the uh, egg salad. I am so like hungry right now. That is so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. How did we get here? You're good. We're broadcasting from the Seal Foundation Repair Studios. Uh, we will take a quick break and be back right after this.
1: Getting ready to tackle those home improvement projects on your
3: own? Do I need to fan that out a little bit and then put some mud over it, or what's the best way to do that? You
1: can do it. Give it a shot. How
2: good are you at doing mud work, John?
1: And if you need any help, Lou's here to walk you through it.
8: Um, well, I'm, I'm about to find out.
1: Now back to Lou Manfredini <laughs> and House Smarts Radio. <laughs> Baby takes the morning train. He
7: works from 9 to 5.
2: Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven 4 Lou. This is Joan in Saint Charles. Hi, Joan. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi. How are you? I'm doing. I love you, Joan. Oh, I love you, Joan. Is that okay? Can I can I express my love for you over the phone? Is that okay? In a you know yes in a radio sort of way. How may I help you this morning?
8: Uh, I'm I'm um, interested. I have a bathroom that has a mirror over the sink all the way up to the ceiling. And I'm a senior, and I want to have that mirror removed and um, the sink, a higher sink installed. Okay. I didn't know who to uh, contact.
2: So you want the higher sink to just make your life a little easier as far as using that?
8: Oh, yes, yes. I'm I'm an 80-year-old senior. Okay,
2: and let me... Let me ask you this while you're doing that. Do you have a... Is your toilet really low, or is it a little bit of a higher toilet?
8: It's a little higher. Okay.
2: Not real high. Okay. So what I would do uh, is there's a company called Access. And um, ah. Access, A-C-C-E-S-S. Now, their website is is all about access.com but i also have okay. a, i also have a phone number for you if you'd like you could call them they could help you with the um, with the sink in the vanity raise that up they could take that mirror off and you know help you get that you know put whatever way you want their phone number is 844- 844 844 i l I L Lifts, L-I-F-T-S. Now, they're a full-service access company that can help you, um, you know, kind of make that bathroom, you know, okay. accessible for you. And they do a very nice job, and they work in three different states, and they'll come out to St. Charles and, you know, give you an estimate on this work. Okay, I have a
8: couple other quick questions. Um I have a crack in my garage floor that's been there for over 10 years. It hasn't moved or increased at all, and I was wondering if I needed to have that sealed or not.
2: Is it cracked where it's uneven? Like, is it a trip hazard for you, or it's just cracked and it's wide No. And...
8: No, it's just a crack that goes halfway across the garage.
2: And you, do you have any water issues coming up from it?
8: No, no, no issues at all. I was just wondering I wouldn't you
2: know. I wouldn't worry about it
8: oh okay and who and who do I contact to get my hardwood floors cleaned?
2: Hardwood floors cleaned Yes, I want you to call executive carpet cleaning they do okay. um they do they clean hardwood and tile along with doing carpeting as well. Their phone number is 630 990
8: 8600. Okay, thanks, Lou, and have a good weekend.
2: You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. That's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When you're heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call. You need to make. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll come back and say our goodbyes. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. Three, two, one. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Okay, a couple of reminders. The Rustic Fair uh, happening in Burlington, Wisconsin is today from noon until 5 p.m., uh, September ninth, 2023. Music, bounce house, petting zoo, barbecue, and arts and crafts, carnival games, the whole thing. Go to rusticfalls.org slash RF events. That's rusticfalls.org slash RF events. Then tomorrow, it's Misericordia Family Fest. I will be there with my lovely bride. We'll be working the taco tent. We'll be making lots of tacos. I got a lot of uh, ideas for the taco tent. You know, we did it last year in the rain. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day today, beautiful day tomorrow. From 11 to 6 p.m., it's on the campus of Misericordia at 6300 North Ridge Avenue. Free parking across the street at SC Electric. Just show up. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for kids. There's all kinds of games, there's food, there's fun. There's a couple of uh, tents. There's a beer tent. The Bears game will be on there as well. Bears Packer, go Bears tomorrow. Lindsay, thank you for producing. Nice job today. Andy Mazer, Dave Schwan, always nice working with you too. Bob Ferguson, thank you for pushing all the buttons. And thank you to you, the listeners. Uh, we don't do it without you every Saturday morning. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next week with more House March Radio.